Track 8, The Real Slim Shady, produced by Dr. Dre and Mailman. 8 plus. Moles and Mel Connect, 8 plus. <laughs> the, the big first, debate for me the this week. First connection of the review. You know, first connection? Yeah, first connection. Um, we've done the Eminem show review. I gave Without Me, which is the lead single for that album, a 9. I gave nine. it an 8 plus as well, but if I had to choose, I still prefer Without Me. I prefer without me. I went back to listen to to see because I was contemplating giving the real Slim Shady a nine. So it's like, let me play without me. This is why I settled on an eight plus. Um, I realize without me is a tempo man record. Yes. It's like this record on speed. It is like, you know, this looks like a Japanese. And the wordplay is even more intricate on there than it is on here. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. To rank his lead singles, which always, for at least a time, had this particular vibe to them, My Name Is is my number one. Might be a 10. Mm-hmm. Might be a 10. Wow. My number two okay. is Without Me. This is my number three. Just Lose It at number four. We Made You at number five. <laughs> so almost, I like them each one less with the exception of liking without me more than this. Right. Yeah. It's... But a lot of my same points about without me from the Eminem show review apply here. It's a good pop rap song where he's not sacrificing his wordplay and lyricism to make a pop rap song. Right. Also, it's... we'll get into the structure of the beat, but it gets into some places musically that I personally very much enjoy. And I get it. That's not jiggy. You know, that that's not player. Okay. It's no, it's not meant to be, you know, it's shady. It's cartooned. It's shady. Yeah. You know, but you know, I enjoy it. It's, it's circus music. It's not his funeral music. The circus is in that that uh the circus circus Eminem is peak Eminem. Um the do 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 loot do do. Um I not until this week that, that this felt sort of Renaissance fairish to me. Um there's a whole thing on YouTube yeah. that are Eminem beats played as Renaissance music. Oh, I'm sure there are. I got recommended <laughs> so many of them this week as I was just looking shit up for the show. And now yeah. like in my YouTube recommended when I log on to YouTube, it's like one full hour of medieval M&M. All right, settle down. I don't want to see that. <laughs> That's for the sands. That ain't for more than that. That's for, you know, there's the no lyrics. It's the, just like classical versions of his songs made in a Renaissance style, I guess. Right. I don't know. Oh. Um, this is classic lead single Eminem energy. What does that consist of? A playful beat, celebrity references, yeah, some off the wall punchlines, great hook. Um, oh, correction! You gotta love the opening line. Correction. This was said to you off of the air. I got the songs mis- mixed up. There's a song on the D12 album where he calls her Christina Gagulera. He does say 
Christina Aguilera on okay. this. Okay. Got it. I thought he okay. said it on both. He says it right. only on that track on Devil's Night. Um, Nothing But Music, I think it's called. Right. Another great circus he, beat, by the way. Eminem, Eminem should uh, star in a circus movie. He's only been in, what, 8 Mile, The Wash... Uh, he was in Funny People, but just like? in like one scene. He was in right. the interview, but just in one scene. He does a lot of cameos because <laughs> it's funny when Eminem yeah. shows up in places. Right. I want a circus movie with Eminem. Um, Hold up. I'm, oh. I'm on my phone, uh, old school style. Well, it's not that old, but uh, real files. Oh, real file yeah. shit. Yeah, this is... That's a circus beat, am I right? That's a circus beat. I kick to these rich white kids who just might see how fucked up this sick life it is. Oops, I did it again, didn't I? My shit's harder to figure out than what Britney's tit size is. I probably pissed you off again, didn't I, bitch? So, uh, Christina Gagalera gets my grease. There it is. Oh, there it is. Christina Gagalera, right. <laughs> What's funny is a lot of these pop girls have went on to say, like, oh, we were huge fans of him at the time. We were honored to yeah. be mentioned. We love him. He was our friend. I think him and Christina had a brief falling out over a line. Maybe that one. Mm. Maybe this one. And they <laughs> patched it up. There's, you know, a video footage of Dua Lipa rapping along to ass like that. The pop girlies love M. You know why, you know? Yeah, but he's so cute, though. <laughs> okay. It's a, look, man, this is what they don't want to hear. All right. But I have this on authority. I've spoken to women across the world. Okay. Eminem is a sex symbol. I agree. It might be hard to see now. I don't, I don't see it personally, but I've seen it. Right. I've seen enough women have posters. Yes. Lust after him. He's a sex symbol. All right. You don't have to like it, but it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, he definitely has hoes, is my point. Uh, he starts this song, another great opening line. Y'all act like you've never seen a white person before. Great opener. Um, more celebrity. Jaws on the floor like Pam and Tommy just burst through the door and started whooping her ass worse than before. First with divorce, throwing her over furniture. Ah! It's the return of the, the oh, wait. It's the, no wait. You're no, kidding. Wait, you're kidding. You didn't, didn't just, just say, say what, what I, I think, think he did. did, did he? <laughs> it was the return of that. Yep. He's back. You know. Guess who's back? Back again. You know. It's come on, man. It's it's Dr. Dre. He says, was so aware. <laughs> Nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. 
feminist women love Eminem. Chicka, 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 Slim Shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him. Bro, he's just had so much fun on these singles. Yeah, man. They were fun. They were fun singles. They were fun. You know how much fun we had rapping along to these as kids? But what was crazy was... It felt like audio candy. It was like candy. That Just Lose It came out, and I remember people being like, we're not going to learn this one, okay? Yeah, it it wasn't the same, man. It wasn't the same. We didn't they wanted something one. different from him that time around. They thought, like, coming off of Eminem show, maybe we're done with this silly boy shit. You know. But, you know, he was farting into the mic. <laughs> and they were groaning, like, oh, come on, you know. All I remember about Just Lose It was, like, he was, he was like, Michael Jackson in that one. I think he was, like, yeah, Elvis. Yeah, his nose was suit. falling off. Yeah, and it was like, okay, the, the the all right, right, the gimmick. You're gonna make fun of other celebrities. You know, it had run its course. The video was also point. like something was off about it. It's like this doesn't seem like entertaining or funny or bright. You know, it was kind of uh, sterile, almost dark. and dark. It was kind of yeah. dark to me. Like, it, you know, <laughs> and like isolated. This, is, this was like, not. You know, there were higher production values on without me and real some shady. And even it felt like, you know, my name is, you know, how we talked about on the phone, like when they brought Arrested Development back on Netflix and the feel yes, wasn't the same. Exactly. When they brought community back to Yahoo screen. It doesn't feel the same. That's what that encore era felt like. It just, it was, something was off about it. You know, it wasn't the same. He was doing a lot of the same things, but it didn't feel the same. You know, he was on drugs, I guess. He was burnt and things out. Were you know, different, a lot of things. You know, like Jay had retired. Yeah. 50 Cent was the biggest rapper at that point, And that might have had something to do with people expecting M to not be farting into the mic for the fourth time. <laughs> right. It's like, come on, know. man. Like, we're past this. Like, we're doing lean back right now. We're doing in the club. We don't want to do this. Yeah. We don't want to just lose it. I do, you know. But I want to. It also was maybe his most. I want to redact it. Actually, single hook though. I don't even listen to just lose it like that. I listen to redacted to lose it instrumental. Oh, t- <laughs> but I guess I'll listen to the vocal version sometimes too. Oh, redacted to lose it. We'll, we'll we'll hit that on encore for sure. But I mean, he we're not just going to hit it on encore. We're going to play like Pierre Escargot. We're going to play it it 10 times like Kanye and Jay-Z in Paris. (laughs) I'm going to make you dance. (laughs) I think we play when we get to encore, we're going to play it 10 times. We played it before on the show. I don't remember when, but they're going to get it again on encore. Um, Niggas lose it. Come in, come in whenever we do encore. Um, I literally know when we're doing encore, so I have no desire to hear it right now. It'll be soon enough. Yeah, this was just when Eminem would drop these singles on those first three albums, you had to memorize them because we would just burst out into spontaneous recitals on the playground. Like, you know, we. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. And if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. And that's the message that we deliver to little kids and expect them not to know what a woman's clitoris is. Of course, they're going to you know, know what in the course like, by the time they hit fourth grade. You got the Discovery Channel, don't they? We ain't nothing but mammals. You know? Well, some of us cannibals you know what's cut funny? other people open like <laughs> antelopes. And you hear that 
<laughs> like sound design. I, I brought in the, the, the oh, references, man. by the way. If these are like songs that at this point I think have been lost to time, unless you're of this generation. But mm-hmm. do you want to play them the Bum Bum song by Tom Green and the Bad Touch uh, by the Bloodhound Gang? Of course. This is the Bum Bum song by uh, uh, late 90s, early 2000s provocateur Tom Green. Here you go. My bum is on the rail, bum is on the rail, look at me. My bum is on the rail, my bum is on the man, bum is on the man. It's a lot of fun to put your bum on a man. My bum is on the step, bum is on the step. Don't fall down the step, you might hurt your bum. (laughs) And that's not very fun, if you fall down and hurt your bum. I like to put my bum on things, it's fun for everyone. Swedish. My bum is on the gum. My bum is on the gum. I can blow a bubble with my bum bum bum. My bum is on the ship. The battle ship. I hope they don't shoot the cannon in my bum. The it, people. Okay, it was a different time. It was a different okay. time. Also, that's still funny. Um, can we hear the Bloodhound Gang? Bad touch. Yes, we can. Here you go. <laughs> well, now we call this the act of mating, but. There are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. are going to last the test of time. I don't know if they've already been lost to time. You've, you've bought them another however many years. I mean, the bigger Rab gets, you've, you've brought it back. Now, so Tom Green, you unfortunately, brought, brought some more time. his show, I don't think, is on Paramount Plus, even though it was on MTV. That was a really great show. Um, very funny, very ahead of its time. Ahead of its time, for sure. You know. I think Canadians are often quite funny. You know, I, I found that a lot of their comedy a and a club. lot of their exports here, their comedians, I, I find them funny. Music, though, I think it's time that we defund their music. Oh, man. 
Because I heard how that beat started. Play that one more time. Oh, I gotta let me load it back in. This uh, this bloodhound gang. Yeah. Uh, here you go. I heard this come in. <laughs> well, now we call this the act of mating, but there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. I start thinking about that. Always, never mind, or whatever it's called. That style he was doing. That ho 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 ho. I mean, if he would have, if he would have sang on that, would that have been a takeaway? Yeah, it would have been like, oh man, this is like the new I'm. No, because he did I'm too sexy already. He already kind of pulled this. Guy. Oh, okay. You don't get to pull that twice. Fuck him. (laughs) I paid $9.49 for that album, and I was not allowed to get a refund. There's two good songs on there, Massive and Jimmy Cooks. I liked five, but they weren't songs I'd actually listen to. Songs to listen to. They're all seven minuses Um, and shit. uh, Should M do a house album, though? No. Unless he's going to be funny boy in. Mm. Don't don't be trying to rap. You know, he's gotta gotta be like he is on the real Slim Shady. Okay. He raps on the real Slim Shady. Yeah, but he's telling jokes and jokes and jokes in a in a fluid way. Not in a uh you know, treadmill on eleven way. Um yeah, this uh I feel like this line is supposed to be an olive branch like look, I'm not really homophobic. It's just me fucking around when he says, you know, but if we can hump dead animals and antelopes and there's no reason that a man, man and another, another man, man can't, can't elope. And you hear <laughs> which kind of buries it cuz clearly he thinks homosexuality is gross based on the ad-lib and also he's technically comparing homosexuality to bestiality. So and also necro bestiality with dead animals so kind of a backhanded olive branch but i think that's what he meant to say but in like, this you know, really world know. where we have to play a triple h drop to blanket the entire review it's almost yeah. as big of an olive branch as we can expect right exactly so you know i think it was it was a conscious decision though to say that on the single um I got to say, I didn't know until later in my life, the line is, uh, is they're going to know what intercourse is by the time they hit fourth grade. I always thought they're going to know it in the courses, like the school courses. Oh, okay. No, you know, I always heard courses it the by right the way. time they hit fourth grade, you know, they're going to know what, what intercourse is by the time they hit fourth grade, you know? Um, but yeah, he's right though. <laughs> you know, be a, be a better parent. If you don't want them to know certain things at a certain time, but th- the truth of the matter is, do all the parenting you want. Kids are gonna be kids. They're gonna get into shit. This song okay. actually came out on my birthday, April eighteenth, two thousand. Happy birthday! I was thirteen. Birthday gunshot. And he wasn't the first person I ever heard explain what a clitoris was, but he was the first person that I respected enough to actually research what it was. My, uh, I mean, and this is still the same era. I think my first knowledge of the clitoris came from that South Park movie. Okay. 
you know, when they were like, you got to find the clitoris. You know, Chef was telling the kids that. I'm thinking like, back to like, we had sex ed, I think, as early as third grade. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, fourth, maybe fourth. We didn't get until sixth, so. Yeah, we got in fourth grade. We were watching like slides, though. The teacher was like taking us through slides on a projector. And it's like, this is the uterus. This is the vas deferens. And I'm like, we don't care. Actually, (laughs) yeah, no, that's that tracks. You said, what was it? Fourth? Fourth. It was fourth for sure. Yeah. No, you're right. Because we didn't get slides. They took us to like this. It was called the Hope Health Center, I believe. We took a field trip there. And it was like this life-size like robot lady. It was like this presentation and this sort of like, uh, not an amphitheater. What's it called? It's like whatever. whatever. It's, Auditorium? It's like a screen. And, yeah, audit, it was auditory. Theater? Yeah. Theater. Yeah, and it was like this robot woman that like spoke and like walked you through the presentation. And it was like. Fallout 4 <laughs> ass shit. Yeah, basically. And we would pop for this so much because we were kids and we were immature. It gets to the part of the presentation and it would light up on her chest because she was a robot with like lights that showed you the different. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she'd go, These are my breasts. (laughs) And we go. (laughs) (laughs) We were in the fourth grade. Where where is. Can you find a video of it and make that a drop? Let me see, man. If they had footage of the Holt Health Center robot, robot lady, lady, I'm fascinated. Man, I want to see what the robot lady looks like. Oh my god! I, let me. They. I would think I'm adding this to my know, script. Pro, by the way, I'm adding this robot to, to the erotic barber uh, versus the uh, Sweeney Rod film. Let me see Holt Center for Healthy Living. Maybe they retitled it. Maybe it was always called that. Let me, I want to, Holt Peoria Robot. I wish I could get the folks, my, my friends from fourth grade in here. Because that robot was something else, man. When them titties lit up, oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, oddly yeah. enough, a search for Holt Center Robot Sex Ed. The first thing that comes up. Harry Potter, Herm- Hermione Growth Spurt, SNL. Yeah. I love that. You know I love that. Uh, I wonder, maybe they don't even do like the the sex ed walkthroughs for kids anymore. Like, man, I... wait, no, this sounds familiar. The Heart Adventure. Healthy Adventure Series. 90 minutes yeah it's like you go through like each stage of the auditorium or whatever it was if anybody from Peorio is listening and you want to join me on this quest to find the robot lady with the light up titties please help okay because she was amazing you know she was fun story we came back from there one day and they showed us like this human brain and like i got sick and i threw up when i came back to school hold on what if that robot is in other places like what if it's just sex ed robot what if you look well no right that's what i'm thinking i don't think it was peoria exclusive it has to be like a light up robot sex education thing i'm looking on their facebook on like their timeline trying to see if there are any pictures from inside the I mean, this was 2002, you know, or that we would have went 2001, 2002. I'm looking up sex ed robots right now. Robot. 
Ask Rue, the sexual health chat bot. No, not a chat bot. Uh, robot nine 90s? Help, 2000s, us, help like, us find the robot lady with the light up titties. Please do. Cause she was she had us going crazy, man. That was the that was the highlight of the trip. <laughs> okay. These are my breasts. <laughs> that sounds like never a song like uh you know those E forty songs that Rick Rock produces with like the random that would say, with sample? the samples, yeah. These are my breasts. The, these are my breasts. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God! Please, I'm. I might. I mean, the place is still. I might actually go by there and ask. It's like, hey, um, it, back in like the early two thousand. Is this her? Is the robot like, in right to, right now? No, this is from. Yeah, the, is the robot still there? This was a show like, called Perversions of Science that was uh, from the creators of Tales from the Crypt. It was supposed to be an anthology show that was more sci-fi oriented and also more erotic mm-hmm. than Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. I think it only lasted six episodes and HBO was like, this is not a hit. This robot, I see. CGI robot, was the Crypt Keeper of this show. Oh, man. All the episodes are on YouTube. It's a terrible show, but it's worth watching. <laughs> a terrible show, but it's worth watching. It has that energy to it, you know? Okay. Has that tail's energy, but unfortunately, it's just it's not good. Scientifically oh, lost. Oh hey, when you're scientifically lost, I mean, you're basically what like Doctor Oz, Doctor Phil. We know they ain't real doctors. Um, how do we get here? Oh, right. Yeah. The, the learning in the courses, uh, fourth grade, all that. Um, yeah, well, uh, Oh, new Peoria problem dropped. Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to tell all my voters out there? This is a message strictly for my voters. I'm hearing from Mel and Mel's dad. That cell phone service in Peoria is bad. I can attest to this as someone who tries to talk to Mel throughout the day but is interrupted by many service problems. I'm telling you guys right now, this is an immediate thing that needs to change. This is bullshit. It's nonsense. There's streets you go down where your phone will just hang up on you. Peoria doesn't I'll just go silent like my signal. Like I'll still be in the call, but mules can't hear me anymore. So let's, let's review. Okay. We're going to do the potholes. They're trying to do some of them now to they, they heard I was coming. So they were like, let's do pot. Oh, let's, I gotta, let's do some potholes real quick. They're, uh, they're starting to get nervous. And you know, uh, they're, they're doing their little potholes here and there. Bullshit. Okay. We know what's yeah. going on. They know I'm coming. We're going to fix the potholes and it's not going to be some, we're actually going to, rip out whatever they're doing right now and actually fix it. They're not actually doing shit. They're probably not doing it right. We'll see. Potholes, done. We know about that. Okay. We also know it's one of the worst places in America for black Americans. That needs to change. No one has stepped up yet and wants to be the worst to have the experience. So soon we're going to have to decide 
who's going to have the worst experience, who's the new demographic. All right, set that aside. With this new issue with the the phone, phone's garbage, phone service. Well, I found her. I found the robot. You found the sex robot? I found her, yes. I had to go on the website. Yeah, they were health education theaters, they were called. And it says our signature health education programs are based around the four teaching theaters here at Holt Center, where health education comes alive. Theaters include General Health featuring TAM, which is an acronym, our transparent anatomical mannequin. So I looked up TAM. Here's TAM, bro. Oh, TAM is a legend. God. Oh my God. That's, I put her in the chat. That's horrifying. Yes, it's horrifying. <laughs> but, Wait, does yeah, she move or is she stationary? No, she, she's stationary. Okay. And it says on the Wikipedia, TAM is a three-dimensional transparent anatomical model of a human being created for medical instructional purposes. Created by Richard Rush in 1968, it consisted of a see-through reproduction of a female human body with various organs being wired so specific body systems would light up on command, on cue, with a pre-recorded educational presentation. And that is what we saw at the Holt Center. Wow. Yes. These are my breasts. I got I'll probably be able to find Tam on YouTube now. The Tam module. Oh my god, Tam was amazing. We're getting closer Tam. and closer to Tam. It's almost <laughs> Tam time. We, look, I'm gonna tell y'all, we wanted to fuck Tam. <laughs> okay. Wow, Jesse Good style. Yes. I want to fuck, fuck Tam. Tam. <laughs> Tam is horrifying. Because, I mean, Tam looks like something out of Hellraiser, by the way, guys. Tam is... If you remember that Nickelodeon, they would be like little shorts, these bumpers. It was Inside Out Boy. He would be on the VHSs, like, before the show. Inside Out Boy. She looks like Inside Out Boy, okay? But her but her, but her, her titties lit up, which is amazing, okay? so Tam... Let me see. Transparent anatomical mannequin. I'm typing that into YouTube. Is this her? No, this ain't her. Man, if they don't got a recording of Tam somewhere, I'm. You gotta have her. What are you doing? I'll find her. I'll find her off air. I'm gonna look for that and get the drop. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna have this. This is these are my breasts. Cause okay? I'm Tam. Whatever you say, I'm Tam. <laughs> if I wasn't, then why would I say I'm Tam? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, in the paper, the news in my breasts, I am. <laughs> these are my breasts. Oh man. <laughs> I could be imagining this, but I feel like they let us touch her. No, they but didn't. I don't know. Get out of here. Maybe we just wanted to. No, I'm talking about, I don't know. Maybe this was a dream. Maybe it was reality. I feel like they let us go up there and like each have a couple minutes with her privately. Cat a, a couple, you know, cop a few feels of Tam, you know. <laughs> Put a curtain up and just kind of let us do what we need to do. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? They didn't let you right, touch We were awakening. Tam. <laughs> okay anyway um god back to the real slim shady jesus christ we're off track uh 
Verse, verse two, another iconic line. We quote it all the time on the show. Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps and sell records. Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you. T- perfect verse alert, by the way. We've had a lot of perfect verses, but I got to call this one out. It's it's just, I love rapping this verse. Okay? You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Yeah, Half you critics can't even stomach me, let, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? why? So you guys, guys could just lie to get me here. here so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears. Shit. Christina Aguilera better switch me. Shit. The flows, bro. So I have to sit flows. next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and have him Fred argue Durst. over who she gave head to first. Head to first. Little bitch. Put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim. <laughs> and of course, a line that defines the early 2000s. I should download her audio on MP3. Um, technically, that makes sense. Because I always heard it as like, well, no, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You can download her audio on MP3, but the next line and show the world how you gave Eminem VD. Ah, no, it's upload. You would upload it if you want to show the world, <laughs> you know. But we ain't know. These were still newer terms back in, in 2000. So upload, download, it was all the same thing. Um I love it. I love, I love this verse specifically. We can play no, uh, "Turn like Me Loose" me, now. Just like me. Oh, the the Fred Durst. Yeah. The, the so I mean, reference. at this point in time, they're beefing, and it has a lot to do with Limp Bizkit's DJ. We've touched on it before, mm-hmm. but this is a record from. Damn, what's the album? I think it was like a. Limp Biscuit, um, B sides album, maybe right. perhaps it just leaked. Okay. I don't really know the situation. I believe this was actually released at some point, but they were not cool when this album came out. I don't think they ever patched things up. Oh man, so they did two records together. One of them's a little older, I think it's called Tylenol Island, or maybe my no, it's it's Our House. Tylenol Island is something different. Uh, It's our house, but the quality is garbage. I didn't even bother bringing it in. This is a finished record. Okay. So turn me loose. The only released Uh, collaboration between Eminem and Limp Bizkit. All right. Two white rappers. Here we go. Like this, get a slip disc from a limp biscuit disc. I just missed the gift list for Christmas gifts, so I get pissed and can't pick which wrist to slip. Little rich kids and cribs don't attempt the shit to step back while I prep up the pimp the spit. So I says to the girl, I'm like, What up, girl? Shut up, girl. Shut up a cut up squirrel. She screamed bloody murder so loud, everybody heard her. Slap me in the mouth and called me a nutty murderer. I moved on to two blondes, we kissing on a futon. I looked at them both and I was like, look, check this out, toots, I'm looking for Cookie Puss. I need to speak to him immediately. They played my video on MTV last week. And just when I was thinking I was all that and then some, in comes Fred Durst. Yo, Shady, let me get some. Who knows what galaxy I came from? One where a bass drum hung from my high chair. Now I'm a nightmare. You stay right there. I got the fever for 
with the flavor of a single. See me and Shady, I think we got a lockdown. Shocked by the sound, I got you cruising with your top down. These two blondes, I offered them both a drink. This you would think could get the party started. So this has got to be a like big fan of that beat. This is like probably '97 or '98 if I had to place it. And if you heard, Eminem started the verse with. That's why I had it yeah. in the Who Knew folder, I guess. Right. He recycled those bars. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think this was ever supposed to be released. Hmm. So. Got it. And I think when it came out, it came out after this came out. Right. Maybe even as a shot to him, it's like you recycled bars. We have the original verse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look into was... how this actually ended up getting released, where it was. Maybe it was on some compilation or something like that. But either way, their falling out would be forever. Because I think that DJ Lethal is still with Limp Biscuit. So, Dua Lipa? No, DJ Lethal. Oh, <laughs> although both men uh, in Limp Biscuit, I would say probably don't know as many lyrics of Eminem's as Dua Lipa. Hmm. Oh, we know about them, <laughs> I guess. At least in the Eminem room. I'm a Duo Lipo fan now for two reasons. One, I saw the ass like that video. She yeah. proved her stripes with me right there. And also it helped explain the Jack Harlow snub when she was like, right. yeah, I heard it. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's your song. But she didn't seem impressed. It's because yeah. she knows about the real. So <laughs> she knows sold him because she, if she's pushing know. the anti Jack agenda and the ass like that agenda, we stand. Oh man! All shout right. out to Dua Lipa. Shout out to Limp Biscuit though. Yeah, shout out to Limp Biscuit for sure. I'm not inheriting that um, beef from Old Shady. I like him. Uh, I'm sure they're probably fine now. I don't think he gives a damn. You know, Be- bearded Eminem. I don't think has beef with anybody anymore. But MGK, I guess. Yeah, I was just about to say it. Yeah, MGK for sure. <laughs> Trump. Um. Oh, and Trump, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, more self-awareness for Eminem. Like a head trip to listen to, because I'm only giving you things you joke about with your friends inside your living room. Underrated verse of the is. album. Oh, verse three? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks um, about the first two verses on this song. I think this is the verse that he did for the hip-hop heads. Oh, what? Just in terms of uh, just as flowing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like some classic funny, Eminem. At the rate shit. I'm going when I'm thirty, I'll be the only person in the nursing home flirting, pinching nurses' ass while I'm jacking off with Jergens and I'm jerking. But this whole bag of Viagra isn't working. And every single person <laughs> there's a slim shady lurking. He could be working at Burger King, spitting on your on your rings. <laughs> in the parking lot, circling and screaming, I don't give a fuck. Fuck with his windows down and the system up. Okay. I always envisioned that. Like everything, as he said that, I always thought of Burger King. I picture somebody doing donuts in a parking lot. It's all in the video, you know, right? He was great at that. I don't know if those scenes were in the video. I, I think he's doing donuts for sure. 
or I no, I remember the donuts sound familiar. I, I remember the burgers. spitting in the burger also. Hmm. Skim the video, you'll see. Or was it? Was it someone? It wasn't him, but it was someone playing. Let me see. Real Slim Shady. Okay. Oh, brother, clean version. <laughs> Look at this video. They don't make them like this anymore. They just don't. Oh, come on. Look, this is so classic. Oh, no, he is here. Yeah, it's all the he, things he's describing, basically. When he's doing the Tom Green thing, he's like in the Superman costume with the butt yeah. cheeks out, and he's doing the bum is on your lips and whatnot. <laughs> no, he literally hawks a loogie. In the- <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. He's doing the donuts. <laughs> they played this video so many fucking oh, times. Oh, man. I probably remember it shot for shot. Oh, man, bro. Oh, what a time. And I got to say the line, be proud to be out of your mind and out of control. And out of control. One more time. <laughs> out as you can. Out as you can. How does it go? And then on the final hook, he brings in that. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Mel, earlier. We need to talk about where this music goes. Yeah. Did Drake produce this at all? Uh, oh, yes. Um, he, did. he produced it. Yeah. Entirely, him and Melman. Dre, Dre, Dre and me, yeah, Melman. You know, Mools and I was me. Always a big fan of this. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is this was uh just that's actually, him adding in, in that idea. West Coast flavor again, like we heard on Kill You. Yep. Oh man, that. <sighs> you rapping these bars, these outlandish, crazy bars. That you know you're not supposed to know as a kid, but you're loving it. And then you get to the end with that West Coast synth. And you're just on cloud nine, man. Well, cloud eight plus, I guess. Yep. But, but that, dun, back dun, then dun, it was cloud dun, nine. All that circus music with oh, the West Coast. You know. Sublime. Oh, ecstasy. Okay. That's what you That's what you live for. Okay. It sounds like cruising down the PCH in a convertible driven by a clown. A literal clown. <laughs> yes. That is what the record sounds like, okay? And if you don't appreciate this, you just, you ain't fun, all right? You ain't fun, you ain't slim, you ain't Eminem, okay? You ain't circus, you ain't a lot of things, okay? I won't say you ain't rap, because I know rap, different tastes, different sectors, different styles you might appreciate, but you definitely ain't fun, okay? Anyway. Fun record. Fun record. I know I had fun listening to it. Yeah, it still holds up, okay? still It makes you want to bounce like Marge Simpson, you know? You want to do the Marge Simpson dance? I Look, this comes on in public sometimes, and like everybody tries to act like they, they're not feeling this anymore. I'm rapping it word for word. I don't give a shit, okay? This is still the shit to me, okay? You can act like you're too cool for the real Slim Shady. I'm not too cool to rap the real Slim Shady. Look, I'm right? going to show up with my washed ass looking like Justin Timberlake at the Something in the Water <laughs> Festival, and I'm going to be pop-locking to this one. Okay? There you go. You know? So, yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> you want to move on? Yeah. Oh, man. Another early 2000s moment. Yeah. That's how this beat uh, makes me feel. Oh, man. Look at that beat right yeah. there. 
Oh, wait, this, oh, is, a, man. Oh, this is a different all. You know, that fits because that's all man because I thought I was getting the right all man. <laughs> I was looking for this all man. It's literally called. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It says all man, Chris Tucker. <laughs> well, I forgot there was more than one all man. All right. How many drops in the archive as of right now? Oh, brother. Let's see. Right click properties. 929. Wow. So we're basically yeah. at this. Well, and that's at this rate. Not even counting. There's like 100 new drops shell. a season. We're out of control. Well, we're proud <laughs> to be whatever. out of our minds and out of control. We're not of control. So one more drop. Loud as you can. How does it go? I like this. Wasn't loud as I could because the gunshot at full volume is is a, a, ear bleeding. Okay, we don't need that. Um, all right, we can move on. All right, uh, track nine, "Remember Me," featuring RBX and Sticky Fingers, produced by Dr. Dre and Melman. Remember me. Remember <laughs> me. I didn't like this record at all until this week. It it just it, seven minus wow something happened yeah i know right nothing happened for me flat six <laughs> the, the run is over the perfect run is over it grew on me because i like this beat in the stupid refrain of remember me it just it got in my head this week and like i started looking forward to hearing this song that like i never liked up until now also, um, I, the beat doesn't do a whole lot for me. Boom, 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 boom. I feel like we're sitting around high in a in a laboratory. That's what this sounds like to me. I wish it gave like me a those bunch kind of, of visions. It doesn't do that for yeah, me. It's just like, kind of there. And each verse gets better, but I don't really love it until Eminem comes in. Verse wise. Like, man, that's how I thought I felt. But I actually like these verses from I, everyone. I don't really I like out. RBX to start. I thought Sticky Fingers. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Sticky Fingers was better. Eminem was very good. But I'm not in love with the beat. First verse doesn't really do it for me. Second verse is fine. I don't want to wait to just get to the third verse. You know what did it? This first verse from RBX. He's doing like a bad ODB impression. Like that's the what flow. You're getting out like, of it? ODB? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. Hold on. I, I'm a, uh, you want me to play a little bit? Uh, I'd rather <laughs> not hear it again, remember. but sure. <laughs> I mean, it's, folks, remember me, okay? Here it is. Cause I grab the mic and get down, down like 
syndrome Hiding Rome into the masses without boundaries Which qualifies me for the term universe You hear it now, right? Like the fake ODB-ness uh, of it A little bit I don't really like him at all on here It. This is Goofy Mail It's Goofy Mail Like, I never liked this as a song Until I, I found appreciation in it And how stupid I find it And I'm not, I'm not a fan of this chorus Oh, I, I don't blame you because I wasn't either until this, this week. This chorus is <laughs> remember me the cringiest sounding thing on the album to me. <laughs> this is my least favorite song on the album. Let me just say that. That ain't too bad. All, a flat six. All that's truly memorable to me is Eminem's verse. The beat isn't amazing. Sticky Fingers is all right. RBX kind of uh, not so good to me. Sticky fingers cracks me up too. Like niggas that take no for an answer get told no. Yeah, I've been told no, but it was more like no, no, no. <laughs> you know, there's a weird like line. He goes very. Uh, I feel like people get on songs to Eminem and feel like they have to match the the slim shadiness sometimes. This man said, um, "I got the soul of every rapper in me. Love me or hate me. My mom's got raped by the industry and made me. I'm the illest nigga ever. I told you." So I'm like, so basically like the Freddy Krueger origin story, but as a rapper, because <laughs> like, you know, Freddy, his whole thing is, was it Amanda Krueger? Like she worked at an asylum, right? And got locked in there after hours yep. and she got assaulted by all the lunatics, right? And that's, that was Freddy. So yeah, he's the rap version of Freddy Krueger, you know? Um, once I thought about that, I had to like the verse. Uh, and Eminem's being Eminem. So there's no issue there. Um, him referring to himself as an angry blonde. That's money. Um, you know, I mean, he's being Eminem, the same Eminem we know and love across most of the record. But the other two guys grew on me and this stupid hook grew on me. And I'm a big fan of this beat. I got to say, you know, this is a beat. If I if I did drugs, I would want to do drugs to this. This feels like being smacked off drugs. I don't know. Um Look, it surprised me too, but seven minus. Wow. Well, in the final hour. I got another record Eminem did with Sticky Fingers. What if I was white from Sticky Fingers' album? Oh, man. Well, let's uh, load that in here. Yeah, this one's a miss for me. I just, I, uh, we don't care. I don't blame you at all. I can't blame you. I haven't liked this song for 12, 11 years. And then suddenly I'm like, you know what? This is stupid in just the way I like. But yeah, I, I wouldn't because when you don't, you think you don't like something, you don't listen to it. But when you do rap rankings, you got to listen to the whole album over and over and over times. again. Arguably right. more and, than you listen to the stuff you're more familiar with. <laughs> you know, exactly. So that's how it happened. I finally sat and listened to it a bunch of times, but uh, here's what if I was white by Sticky Fing, Fing, Sticky Stinky Stinky Fingos <laughs> by Stinky Fingos featuring Eminem. Yo, I got an idea. Let me run and grab Sticky right quick. Well, it wasn't like a nightmare. It was like a good. Well, it wasn't a good. Yo, I, I just had a crazy dream, man. What? Yo, I dreamt I was white, ho. If he was white, what if he was white? 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 What if I was white? Skin the same color as cocaine. With blind hand, blue eyes, the whole shebang. I know one thing. Police wouldn't always be watching me. Pull me 
devil cabs in the city is stop for me. I wouldn't need collateral to buy property if I was white. Wouldn't matter if I was rich or poor. Security wouldn't follow me around the store like I'm a steal something. Because I'm black, I rob and automatically assume I ain't got no job on my own land. Feel like an immigrant. If I was white, I wouldn't have thought OJ was innocent. If I was white, what if he was white? What if he was white? Yo, think about that white, shit for a minute. What if he was white? Wow. What if he was white? What if he was white? That is one of the greatest choruses I've ever heard in my life. It seems like a future drop. <laughs> uh, let me make a note. I am so upset that this is my first time ever hearing that record. Oh my god. That is what if he was white? <laughs> what if he was white? What if he was white? Why? 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 I can't believe that's a real hook. Okay. All right. Oh, I love hip hop. You gotta love hip hop. Okay. Um. Thank you for bringing that in. That's a uh. That's that's a flat eight. I'm starting it at a flat eight. That's the film okay. studios casting all those Bible films. Uh, Bible films? Yeah, you know all those like ancient Egypt films, and you know what if he was white? What if he was white? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> right, because we know, yeah, they were really, uh, you know, at least olive-skinned back in the day. They were not white, you know. Midder Eastern people, okay? Anyway, stinky fingers, Midder Eastern. we got to finish this review before Mel completely loses his brain. Um, you got anything else for Remember Me? Um, no, I don't. I really don't. Uh, I think we got to bring in our guests. Oh, yeah, we do. We have a guest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Folks. Now, I do have back. to ask you a question about our guest, though. Uh, what's that? What if he was white? What if he was white? What if he was white, 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 white? Well, then he, he wouldn't be saying it's crazy. He'd be saying it's Caucasian. My God. Well, he's coming up go. next. He's coming for his second appearance. You know him. You love him. It's Sane is Crazy. Up next on Rap Rankings. This was a single? I had the same thought. Kind of. What are you telling me, Wikipedia? Why are you telling me things that aren't true? It (laughs) It was technically a single. They made a... I think a CD single in France for it, so they consider uh, it a single. We know about the French, okay, and their extreme proclivities. Yeah, there isn't even a link for this. It has to be European. And maybe they put some of those freestyles on there as a B-side or something. I definitely um, don't remember it being played on the radio. So if it was the same, I mean, they it was played the about seven single, songs supposedly. of this on the radio. This was not one of them. Yeah. I would have remembered if this was one of them. But only, only the I French. I still can't believe this. that they played "Kill You." It was like a fucking just. It was like a mime performance on the radio. I'm like, why are you playing this? If, yeah, I was just silence or everything. Yeah, you don't want to. Do I? What's the point of this? <laughs> ah! And that's all you got. <laughs> hey man, Wolves. I don't know about you, but. I think the intro might have to be, this was a single? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a, a, that's a, a new kind question. of intro. 
it's a it's great a question. question. Coming you coming know, to you a... live from the Yay area. You may remember him Yay from arena. his appearance on the E40 My Ghetto Report card review. This man do you hit is... like this. Do you hit like this? Do you hit like this? Yeah. The, the the most longtime supporter of the show, I would say, from a real a day zero. There you a go. true day zero. We love him. You love him. Please welcome back. And, and by the way, congrats on your, uh, you know, UML. You guys like those Wario's? Yeah. Land. yeah. You know, so congrats on the congrats on the chip. You know, always I'm a just good thing. Say, we drinking Lobos and we telling y'all to shut up. <laughs> you know what it is. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you. I already hit it once this episode, but we're gonna have to deal with this because it's both of us in the building. Here we go. But if they ever die, this live TV, right? Yes, sir. Fuck them. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, y'all know who it is. Oh uh, man, talk that talk. It's our it main man good. saying it's crazy. Back. It's in the our building. main man, but I, I should mention. I'm happy to be here. Maybe oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. the most devoted Eminem fan that I know personally. Me too. <laughs> I'm talking about myself, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, he is the he is the inventor and the pure the the purveyor rather of the Marshall Madness hashtag on Twitter. Yep, it's literally just me and like some soccer player. <laughs> That I get yeah. retweeted sometimes. I'm like, who that? No, not that Marshall. Right. Jeez. Yeah, Mathers. Marshall Mathers. Marshall yeah, you, you are the creator of that hashtag. I know it's, it's you. It's pretty I much me because yeah. I looked. <laughs> I was like, this, this really could have caught on fairly easily. And now. So, you should you know, be crowned as one of the is, foremost, you know? This is, yeah, uh, this is someone who I would say is a true enthusiast and appreciator, understander, historian. And uh, representative memorizer, M&I. yeah, exactly. So, welcome, Sean. Um, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. How, how you feeling? I think we're feeling pretty I'm... good. We're feeling pretty good That's over awesome. here. We hope you're doing. I'm the a same. little a little warped in the head this week from listening to this album. You know, you listen to the whole thing. Oh, multiple yeah, times. I, I haven't yeah. done it, and well, I used to listen to it multiple times a year for I don't know twenty some years, but wow, especially in the summer. Big Word. summer album, May twenty third. Yeah. Um, but I haven't listened to it in about a year. But I can play it in my head, which I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. And despite being my status as a as a uh, top Eminem memorizer, especially of this era, this is the song that I picked is actually one I don't. I wouldn't give myself a hundred percent on this on the memory test for this song because there's one line. That I'm like, what is he saying? <laughs> and I know what he's saying. I just can't say it. Ah, want to know? We can get to that. Okay. We can get to that. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, we are here to do track ten. I'm back, produced by Dr. Dre and uh, <laughs> my dad, Mailman. Um, yeah, Mailman shitting on the world. I can't believe he's like is known as like the guy that produced Eminem. And he was just that guy on the aftermath CD who was on a toilet over the a picture of the globe. <laughs> oh man! Just what what was happening there? That's actually a pretty good R and B album. Really, I think I think yeah, a blank some... check was being issued to you know Dre and Aftermath. 
there's some R&B joints on there that I thought were pretty cool. Hey, we almost got a no second chance. A King T Sexy album dance. entirely produced by Dr. Dre. Almost. Could have happened. Rakim. Almost. Could have happened. Uh, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Helter Skelter coming soon. Yes. <laughs> Any day now. Uh, Did they take that out of doggy style or are they still printing that in there? I think it's out now. Yikes. Did we hear that in the... In the uh... Well, actually, doggy style is out entirely. Oh, yeah, they took it off because, of, you know, Snoop Dogg and his NFTs and such. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. gone. Well, coming soon. <laughs> One of my other favorite things about um, the Marshall Mathers LP specifically is it has the greatest sentence of 1998 to 2000, which is Snoop Dogg appears courtesy of No Limit Records. <laughs> the No Limit Snoop Dogg era. I love No Limit Snoop. I do. I, I got to get myself more acquainted. I, I know um, next to nothing about that era. Of the it. first album is literally a No Limit album. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like a No Limit album. And he's like, oh, he's got Snoop and Meax, Snoop and Fiend, Snoop and Misko. I'm like, Snoop pretty much fits with anything. So mm-hmm. that one's good if you if you can stomach No Limit, because it's basically a No Limit album. There's like one Daz beat, and the rest of it's... It's 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 all tank. It's ninety eight right, tank. It's uh, what, the what second it? album uh, has Dre. No limit top dog, right? That's a that's a great album. It's got Dre. It's got uh, Battle Cat. Ant Banks does Daz poorly. I don't know if Ant Banks didn't show up that day or what happened. But um, I think there's a quick beat or two the on there as quick well. Quick beats on Bus, there. Bussin Rocks phenomenal. is on there, right? They're fucking phenomenal. Bussin Rocks don't tell. Yeah. Oh, My don't grandfather tell. loved don't doing tell. too much. Yeah, he had that on a uh, dub tape. He just dubbed the song on the whole side, doing too much, <laughs> just over and over. And then it just got worn down, and just the long, the longer it got into the tape, it would get slower. So we had like oh, the man. chopped and screwed, doing too much by the end. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. Uh, yeah. That, that so this was technology. this is what this is late No Limit Snoop. This is right before. Um, Last meal. Mm. I part like it, it's funny. I didn't even know Snoop Dogg was on No Limit until later in my life. You know, I felt like uh, it was a fun. It was a fun detour. Hmm. And it was like, well, Death Row's not doing anything. Snoop needs to hitch his wagon to one of these successful right, camps. It, it never did, did anyone think it was going to be No Limit. It's that he was in between on everything. Period. Like he's gonna be on somebody's label soon. What do you mean, Master P signed him? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I think people well, remember he, beautiful he did cameos with them, and you know the stuff he was doing with Pharrell in the, the early mid two thousands. Very popular. It's very you know? popular. But I and think sometimes the no limit stuff gets overlooked. It's that in between, you know, the Death Row era, and then that There's next some evolution. On there. Oh yeah. No limit, mm-hmm. Snoop some thumpers no limit top dog might be his third best album in my opinion it might be it might be i'm seeing on that wikipedia they're saying you know critics said it was a return to form best album since doggy style it's the album that gave you the original bitch please which the sequel of is on this album got it yeah i see it here on the track list okay it also has a no limit version of the symphony which sounds exactly like you think it does (laughs) It's the No Limit Soldiers version of the symphony. Huh. 
it's uh yeah that it, it, it is i that just explained the song <laughs> <laughs> there's really not much more to it than that i guess in new yeah, york I at just... least you know they weren't playing a lot of stuff from those records it's like i remember seeing the doggy style stuff on mtv murder was the case and all that and then huge. after that he reemerged he with uh, he reemerged with Lay Low in New York, basically. Yeah, which Master P got on somehow. Yeah, <laughs> like why is Master P on a Dr. Dre beat? Why they just completely kind of skipped over the majority of that era. And there's some, there's some, there's some heat rocks on that on that album. That's all stuff I had to come to later. Like Mel, it wasn't something in real time I was aware that was happening. Yeah, like yes. in my in my kid brain, it was like he put out doggy style and he just like coasted on that album for like however long and then he popped did that back too. up with like the Neptunes and stuff. Like that he was that, too. that was Snoop Dogg's career yeah, he in didn't my didn't have my another brain. mainstream hit until uh Lay Low. Hmm. Got it. Okay. I mean I was like, you know, what was this Lay Low two thousand one? I was like eight. So, you know The East Side of the East Side has come out yet? I don't even think they had done their album yet. Their first album hadn't come out yet. So yeah, he was coasted on doggy style. <laughs> I mean, and, it was a, and you know, he was classic, all over No so. Limit. He was yeah. a big No Limit guy, and you would, well, I would buy, not you would, because I wouldn't wish you buying all those No Limit CDs on anyone. But I would <laughs> skip to the Snoop song when I bought the album, and it usually was one of the best songs on the album. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, my mom had a lot of. No- I just. As much I remember some of the songs, but mostly just remember staring at the album artwork in like the passenger seat. Which is it's mind numbing. You can stare at it for hours. (laughs) It's sensory overload of it. You can find something new every time. Yeah. It was like a weird on on the next level. I remember asking her, I'm trying to remember who it was. At a pool party. Yeah. Um it what album was this? It was like uh I believe it was a no limit album. Um probably. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, <laughs> yeah, ghetto, it was ghetto boys. Oh, the, the ghetto good, boys the one. That was, ugly. yeah. And I remember looking one. at this and I, and, and you know, in my kid brain, I was thinking literally. So I, I, like I went to my mom and I'm like, so who's the good, who's the bad and who's the ugly really <laughs> like on the cover. Tell. You really can. And she actually, to her credit, like she tried to like. I'm sure she knew like it's not meant to be taken that literally, but this she gave has a crack to be at pen it. and pixel. Yeah, it's like you see like a bunch of old people on a sidewalk looking disapprovingly at a dude sitting down smoking. I think what they're the good because they're in blue. Yeah, they're the and good. And then the ugly is Uncle Sam because he's in red. <laughs> you so know? the crack smoker would be the bad. The bad, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's and crazy the ghetto boys are over that. them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're better than. They're I above wish any 504 kind of Boys Goodfellas had come out as a. Did you ever see the original artwork for 504 Boys Goodfellas? Let me see. It was an album that we were really, really excited about based on the artwork, and okay. it didn't happen. Yeah, I think this is, I guess, the new artwork. Which the new is artwork just like is just the, the 504 Boys. Right. Um, is this the original artwork with like? It's like Master P with a yep. panther. Yep. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Silk the Shocker was photoshopped in later. Originally, it was just P and Mystical. Yeah, I'm getting walking, uh, walking with a Panther energy from this. Yes. Oh, Mystical <laughs> P, 
Silk the Shocker was photoshopped in after the Panther. Oh, brother. <laughs> Originally, it was Nino Brown and G-Money, and it was just going to be a P and Mystical album. This would have uh, been huge if this had come out, but it did not. That's a shame. Unfortunately. Um, I recommend for uh, No Limit Snoop, I recommend Thug Girl on uh, The Last Dawn. And uh, anything off the Cain and Abel and My My Brother's Keeper, he was all over that. Got it. He was good with C-Murder, too. Every time I think of C-Murder, I think of... Uh, I think it was... Are we there yet? Bow Wow was in a movie and he had yes. a C murder CD and like it got he thrown did. out the window because like Please. it's like we can't be listening to nobody named C murder like that sounds violent or something. Well, yeah. it's violent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, like this is tonight we're we're talking about violence. It's Slim Shady, Marshall Vanders, it Eminem. It, it has to happen. Um, folks, if you're new here, uh, the rating system that we're going to be using to rate this song. Uh, you know, Sean already knows it, so we don't have to go through it with him. If you're unfamiliar, RabRankings.com, FAQ's rating system is there. But, uh, yeah, it's track 10. I'm back. Um, Sean, you want to give a rating first? Should we go first? How I you want to do this? We should go first. Oh, we should go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll kick it off. Uh, I'm going with the flat seven. I'm going with uh, a flat I'm, I'm, so, I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I, I consider the seven plus, but I, I had to. I had to be honest. I went with the flat seven. I like okay. it. I do like it. I Sean, like you got to understand. When it comes to Eminem, Mel's more Mockingbird than I'm back. You know? No, I, I, no, I, I wouldn't go that far. Eminem, I wouldn't go that far. No. Eminem wore many hats. Would you say you're more a uh, beautiful Eminem? Definitely not. No. Oh, he's making moves is making fun of me. No, I definitely I like that song, but no, I prefer whacked out insane Eminem to cinnamon, cinnamon. Uh, I'm just making fun of making fun of Mel. That's all. Yeah, penis rap. It's okay. I found things to enjoy from kamikaze and music to be murdered by. So, hey, listen, I'm pushing the music to be murdered by agenda. It's not stepdad. Stepdad. Stepdad is money. Royce track on there is good. The, um, that Black Thought song needs a better beat. <laughs> we gotta uh, stop giving song, Black the, Thought song sevens just because Black Thought's yeah, on them. That's the my Anderson Pack song is really good. Hmm. It's been a minute it was, since I heard. I think that. that was the one, like the one Dre beat or like two Dre beats. And he was like, "Please don't give me one of those Monster Energy drink beats." <laughs> <laughs> and and it worked. Yo, we yeah. got we got shit on part two also. I think there's oh, there's, there's an album between stuff on those part two albums two as well. Yeah, you put it together, it's probably like one good album, which makes it like most double hip hop albums post nineteen ninety eight. Right, nineteen ninety eight though, it's like an embarrassment of riches of double albums. I think you know the the door got blown open officially with uh you know eight ball dropped a doing? double album in ninety eight. I think eight ball e forty. Hmm. Mm. Then Three Six Mafia put out an album and a half at the beginning of 1999. Yeah. <laughs> so Mel, Mel's Mel's hedging here. He's he's going with a seven. I got an eight. Sean, <laughs> a uh, flat eight. Okay. Yeah, flat eight. Jimmy, baby. Uh, where are you at with this? 
Um, I know I said before that every song was a 10, including the skits, but I'm going to give it a flat 9. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wait, is that a... Uh... That's a royal watch. That's, That's a royal a... watch? <laughs> a royal watch. Three consecutive <laughs> numbers. Seven, eight, nine. We get to hit the drop. Here we go. Hit it. <laughs> yeah, this is... We don't... Usually only Jesse ends up making this happen, so this is great. To all my niggas that been living it up, watch... You do watch. There we go. The royal watch. Watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, watch. That's fantastic. I very much enjoyed him. Was, that was was that Dave Portnoy that was doing oh, yeah. that? Yeah, he, he got he got Who his else? spirits crushed because the Celtics lost. So I very much enjoy playing that drop even more. <laughs> it's even better now. Yeah, it's even better. But um, yeah, this this record. To, to bring it all the way back to the first comment, when I when I was writing my notes at the beginning of the week, and I this was one of the songs that popped in my head the second I thought about this album because this hook, him singing to the melody of the bass, that's why they call me Slim Shady. I'm back. I'm back. That, co- that popped nice in my head immediately. It's a nice, nice bass line. Nice bass line. But the funny thing is, I was um listening to the song, and I was like, this feels like this was probably like his first shot at a at a you know sophomore album single, but then he realized it wasn't quite a single. And now yeah. finding out that you know this was eventually released as a fourth single, but we we had in the info section like when he first submitted the album, the label was like, "We can't sell this shit. We don't got any singles." <laughs> I feel like this was his first crack at it. I, even mm-hmm. more, I feel like my theory I might have so. some weight yeah. to it. He says the name, I mean, you hear Slim Shady how many times? About a dozen times in the Right, home. he's mentioning the Slim Shady So that Shady has to be, yeah, persona. He This does was the just a European single, talk. though, Mel. It was not a U.S. single. It, it's right. very much a European it was single. Released I can see France, yeah, like, put on that European. new Eminem. Right, yeah, you know, they, they knew it wasn't going to fly in the U.S., but they threw it out overseas. <laughs> but um, I, can, I can out... Uh, I can un- unveil this secret. It's not really a secret, but um, I was not into Eminem until this album came out. Really? It's so the wow. first album you were like, eh, I don't see what the big deal is. I was like, what's wrong? What's with this guy's voice? <laughs> so Marshall oh, okay. Madness didn't officially start until the Marshall until Madness May twenty third. That's wow. why I really well, it was May whatever first time I heard Real Slim Shady on the radio. I had, you know, I had What's the Difference and Forgot About Dre, but I was like, okay. So he doesn't do the voice all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I didn't know about, like, the radio beast that was all, it was freestyling and going crazy. I didn't know about any of that until after this album. Wow. Funny enough, Sean, last time you came on the show, we were talking about D12 live in London. I went back and listened to that whole radio broadcast. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the best rap album of 2001. Yes. <laughs> D12 live in London, huh? It's like a comedy album. Yeah, it's a radio show. I can show. believe that. I think they just go, what is it, Tim Westwood? Yeah. They were they ciphering after Westwood. a show backstage. And it's like an hour, but like some of it, you'll hear... Actually, on the mix I put up on Patreon of the Eminem Freestyle Collection, you'll hear a couple of the more, I guess, like traditional sounding rap freestyles from that session. Some people rap. Some people did New York freestyles pre-written. Yeah. And um, 
Eminem was drunk and <laughs> it was did comedy, not, though. and just completely freestyled. He freestyled in the foreign man voice. He did some scatting. <laughs> he said he would pull a heist with a refrigerator full of mice. <laughs> he was gone. Fuck it, Mel. Let's. Do you have the Eminem mix at your uh, disposal? I do. I do. The new one. No one yes. wants to rap. I mean, no I believe the new one. Rap. Let's see here. Um, Do you see that there are freestyles that are surrounded by, like, interludes at one point? Let's see. I have a I lot of that freestyle it. memorized. It's fantastic. Let's see. Eminem freestyle collection. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You said surrounded by interludes? Yeah, but in For between some reason, the The thing that busts me up is bizarre saying you ain't got nothing but some fake ice to swift <laughs> When they start battling each other. Oh, yeah, I see all these. There's like they three do, of them. They do like an yeah. Onyx freestyle where they start drilling and yelling a word out in unison. <laughs> yeah. Um, Every time someone puts on a Dre beat, they threaten the DJ's life. What? Yeah. No, you got to hear it. It's a whole, it's like over an hour. Yeah, it's it's like now, a I comedy. remember us talking about this last time. He was I on. mean, this could be the genesis of Loiter Squad. Basically, is wow. this freestyle <laughs> that group that 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 group uh, insanity, that group nonsense and absurdity? Yeah, I mean, we know how much Tyler, you know, is influenced by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, what are <laughs> they doing? <laughs> At one yeah. point, when Eminem was talking gibberish, somebody would just went, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> when when your own people are saying that you you know you're on one. It's it's I've been there. I've been there. Whack it's fantastic. Yeah. It's comedy. It's yeah. broad comedy. Um yeah, Mules, you, you included like five was it like five tracks of this uh freestyle? Yeah, just play one of them that's called freestyle. Alright, let's see. M and M Freestyle Collection. The rest are on the mix. Let's start with uh, the first one, track 19 here on this mix. Let's see. All right, here we go. Let's let's listen to these uh these guys. Beat me up and land me in space. Uh-huh. I'ma sit on top of the world and spit on brandy and mace. Woo. I'm more than ill, scarier than a white person trapped in a room with Lauren Hill. Human horror film with a lot funnier plot. And people will feel me, cause I'ma still be the mad rapper, whether I got money or not. Shit. As long as I'm on pills and I got plenty of pot, I'll be in a canoe paddling, making fun of your yacht. But I would like an award for the best rapper to get one mic and a source and a wardrobe. I can afford, otherwise I might just end up back striking it forward, and you wonder what the hell I need more Viking it for, everybody's pissing me off, even the no limit tank looks like a middle finger sideways flipping me off, no dumb, a grave danger to my health, why else would I kill you and jump in the grave and bury myself, you can yeah. hear me now, hate us, fake bro, fake bro, ha, ha, yeah, need to run for cover, Eminem is white, but he's still my brother. Slim Shady, known to go and smoke crack. But you and Charlie Baltimore got something common. You both whack. How you feel about that? No need to jock him. You so whack, you make Master P sound like rock him. When it's time to bust y'all, when we trust y'all, we dust y'all. Who y'all break your balls like cue balls? I know who you are, you RuPaul. Duke Star, for those that try to fall and try to brawl. All y'all get bust up and banged up, framed up. How many MCs bring my name up? 
the same slut. Said the same thing as freestyle. No need to rehearse. My verse is universal. Curse of flow. Crush you like Herschel Walker. Alley Sparker. 3A Sparker. Highland Parker. Chalker. You MCs can't get darker than the Midwest bracket. It's us. Me and MZ. Come right here. You feeling flimsy. Tipped up. One time rocked on. We riffed up. It's bad to the evil met that. Now it's all the same. Death rap. Thought those don't even say get blast away. Passed away. Blasted ass. Hey yo. The savor aftermath. Slim Shady. You heard that. My words black. But bless you up because you preferred that. They hear me now. Preferred that. The surgic is knife. Preferred you with life. I'll make you allergic to life. You die for this. Don't even battle us. See us at the, what's that? Subterranean. We knock the brain in. That's right. You, you hear, when you hear, you know, him and his pals in that mode, it's like, it's yeah. clear this dude subsists on rap. Like, I, I yeah. really don't know what he would do without it. He, it's like, he what has, do you want to do right now, Marshall? Rap. Rap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it, 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 him, his current form makes total sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the logical progression coming. of where he was going on this album. I mean, look, let's get into some of the verses on this song. A murder, a rhyme, one word at a time, you know? Like, that's his yep. first line out the gate. This is M.O. This was the point where I was like, is he just going to try and rhyme everything ever? Man. <laughs> this is about that point. I'm like, he's going to try and rhyme everything. It's up we, We've said, you know, Mules and I, like, he is the ro- like the rap bot. He's the rapping robot. His only <laughs> point of existing at this point is to rhyme words. Yep. And once you accept that, I think if you're a person who previously enjoyed Eminem and maybe stopped, I think you can re-enter the, the enjoyment space. You just have to recalibrate your brain to understand he's right. not interested he's, in really making records like he no. was anymore. He's, just he's kind of doing the written version of those gibberish freestyles. Yes. Yeah. He's doing pull a heist with a refrigerator full of mice, but instead he's like... But shouldn't we be looking happy at he's kitchen doing utensils that? and rhyming it with celebrities' names? That's, the same that's what I'm wondering. Like, would you rather have him making future music and Drake music and stuff like that, or should I he would be not. Eminem? <laughs> right, right. He should just be Eminem. The watchable. I mean, I just don't want him to be the Micro Machines guy, but he can rap. <laughs> Please keep rapping. <laughs> yeah, you know. We, it, it, it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's easy to make fun of the guy now, but the like, micro machine stuff I can live without the, uh, the classic rock stuff. I, I oh, just God. don't like that at all. It's the worst like element of modern Eminem for sure. For me, I don't like it at all. I think always, I had, uh, the only one I liked was sing for the moment. And I was like, that was fine. I hope he never does that again. I didn't even like <laughs> yeah, that well, one. You Go didn't like the, the moment, right? I don't like Emmett Stadium Rock Eminem. That's not what I came to him for. That's not what he's here to do for it's, me. It's a it's a hair metal thing, and I I like '80s rock, so I can tolerate that one song. But I was that got old real quick. Mm. Please no. What was the one? Maybe it was uh, he did. I, I love, love you. Oh you my god! Love I, me. I, yeah, I, I screamed in pain when I heard that one. I was thinking about all that when we played that soundbite back in the info section where the dude on TRL was like, 
you could hear Eminem's kind of like he was kind of like um, flustered because the guy was like, "Do you ever like let other?" He was basically asking a rapper like, "Does anybody write for you?" Which is ghostwriting, and Eminem like sounded somewhat offended, like, but he just kind of understood the TRL guy didn't really know what he was asking. He's like, "Yeah, no." You know, but it turned into a conversation about sampling. And it was funny hearing Eminem say, like, yeah, I don't really do that. And then later on, like, you hear these flips of these, like, prominent records, you know, in his career, these, like, classic rock samples. So it was, it was it's just, it's funny to me to see what he is now. He's a guy who just wants to rhyme words, he you know, flip he things that, that are popular and that he enjoys. But because I mean, he just, reached, like, a certain level of mainstream acceptance. He can't just do that. He has to do these stupid records with Skylar Gray and yeah, the stuff we don't want to hear. He from always him. needs us an arena song because he headlines festivals now and those Rihanna songs and oh, we got a uh, monster apologist in the building. I like the so. monster. Good yeah. lord, he loves the monster. He's been. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of either of those. <laughs> I don't One like the, the monster. You should know. I don't like, like the monster for any other reason than I think it's a money chorus by Rihanna carries a song. I mean, it's better than the Bruno Mars chorus. I'll oh, give it that. Jeez, I don't. We, I don't even look. I don't really like part two. Bad meets evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. You know, um, I'm picky here, with here. modern Eminem, but I still rock with M. Everyone is. There's there's some day. morsels for everyone. There, I really do think there's still some engine. People are just hard on him. They're too cool for school. If you listen to him and you don't smirk at least one time at something he says, you're listening wrong. I'm just going to say you're listening I know wrong. you've heard the uh, bonus track on MMLP2 where oh, he's rapping over see? Smith & Wesson, but he's like modern Eminem rapping over Smith & Wesson. It's just like yep. it's so incongruous. Like you're not supposed to be rapping over this beat like this. Yeah. And it's crazy because Dave Holmes in the MTV interview we played asked Eminem, would you ever cover another rap artist song? And he's yeah, like, nah, right. I would never do that. And come to, you know, on the Marshall Mathers LP too, he kind of does. He doesn't yeah. spit the exact yeah. same bars as Black Moon, but it's the same beat. He's got Buckshot on the record and he's just doing his thing on there, but it's basically a remake of the old record. It is. That's one of the probably the only time he's done that. And he'll throw in, obviously, famous lines from other rappers. Like, on I'm Back, he does the, I'll take seven kids from Columbine, stand them online. Yeah. As I mean, he's a rat Rock him MCs. But, of course, at the time, this was uh, censored out, if you can believe that. The album This Vulgar had, like, four words censored out. And two well, of them were the kids in Columbine. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they probably... Yeah, but even even the completion of that thing, it's classic Eminem subversion, you know, at an AK-47, Robber 9, Mac 11, ought to solve a problem of mine, and that's a whole school bully bully shot up all at one time, time. you know, but like he's shooting the kids from Columbine. Well, actually, I always took the line as he's shooting the Columbine killers, but he did say seven kids, and there were only two kids, so Mm -hmm. maybe... So maybe it's a mixture. Um... Okay. Also, they were All saying right. those Columbine kids were getting bullied before they decided to snap and shoot See? everybody, right? Right. Okay. Nobody's innocent. I thought Eminem was... Okay, Look, never mind. That's they, why it was censored. Okay. He's they very suspended, subversive. They, sus- they suspended Eminem for saying that he understood Columbine, okay? 
<laughs> this was nominated for for album of the year at the Grammys. Crazy. And I don't know if it was the first rap album, but it was one of the first. Oh man. Concessions yeah. had to be made, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, same thing with the the Biggie the Biggie uh time to get paid blow up like the World Trade sample on Blueprint 2 um just like a year after 9/11 it's time to get paid. You can't, you know, you can't be too subversive on a major label. <laughs> yeah. I just realized as I was reading this line back, cause I really always thought of it as like, Oh, you know, he's flipping it on his head. I'm going to shoot the Columbine shooters. But yeah, no, I think he's literally just, it might be both the situation. As you know, he likes to shoot others and then himself. Yeah. As we saw an encore. Uh, so, Oh brother. <laughs> well, goes rogue. <laughs> this is this is that era of him you know i mean when you hear lines like this it makes sense that he's turned into like fist in the air eminem now like you know re- revival eminem like we're gonna we're gonna course correct now <laughs> we're gonna mosh you know? yeah let's mosh yeah. again like we did last election year <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I really think this was probably his first attempt at a sing. All of the hallmarks of Eminem singles, the celebrity burns, like yeah. the sort of life update, like, hey, I'm famous er now and I hate it. I'm going to kill some celebrities, you know. <laughs> Let's mention my persona that is famous. Like, it's like NSYNC I, stinks. Yeah, NSYNC, you know. Am I the only J-Lo one? Puff. By the way, NSYNC, why do they sing? Am I the only one who realizes they stink? You know, it's like, okay, right. I really think this was his first shot at it. Mm-hmm. And he just ended up going back in. We read, like, you know, he made the way I am in response. Like, what do you want me to do? This is just, like, what I do. And then, ironically, after that, he can't, He comes up with the real Slim Shady. So mm-hmm. The J-Lo line made me smirk to this day. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, if I ever sorry, to any singer in showbiz, it'd be Jennifer Lopez and Puffy. You know this. Yep. <laughs> it's, That's uh, I, it's pretty foul. I missed that though. This was uh, in the in the MTV um, preview because it was such a big album. They did interviews and press like it was a Madonna album. And uh, one of the clips they played of the album was that line. Oh man, That's crazy. It, and they're like, oh, you're really stirring it up on this one. Dude, where he takes this line, though, if this chick was my own mother, I'd still fuck her with no rubber, no rubber. and come inside her and have a son and a new brother at the, at the same, same time, time and just say, just that, say ain't that ain't mine. What's my name? Not say it ain't mine. Say that it ain't mine. He, lo- yeah. he has to put the extra syllable in there. Yeah. <laughs> because Eminem. that's because he's Eminem. He's the technical wizard, yeah. you know. And I just said that You're line, getting complete sentences whether you like it or not. You know, complete sentences when he's doing sick fuck talk, as I, as I call it. <laughs> you know, it's like all of it is in there. All of the makings of classic shock value Eminem. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, hearing this stuff in 2022... There is a part of me that misses it because it's like nobody can be this unhinged anymore without it sound or feeling like so much of a put on that you can't yeah. take it serious. Like this was a time where you're like, is he really insane? Like there's that yeah, thought in the there back was the of your whole, mind. Yeah, like, people thought he was going to be the next dead rapper because he was just speaking craziness. He's talking crazy to about he everything. Pistol to whipped everyone. A bar, he pistol whipped a bouncer. Like he's going <laughs> to die. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just, yeah, this is, uh, 
It's just, like he's it's, either going to overdose or someone's just going to get into a fight in a club and pull out a pistol. I mean, the th- you know, like it was probably closer to the uh, the former. You know, he had his drug abuse issues. But like, I remember feeling like and keep in mind, like my dad's Marine who's actually been in combat. I remember <laughs> feeling in that like mid 2000s, like reading rap magazines, feeling like Eminem was like at war, you know, like the Benzino beef and stuff. And I remember like feeling afraid, like, is he going to die? Like, <laughs> is he going to get shot? Like, I really felt like, you know, that whole turmoil was like gonna end in bloodshed because you know at this point i'm like you know 11 12 i you know i remembered when not like remember like i was there but like i know the history of you know the tupac biggie and like in my brain i'm like is this getting to that level like guys we need to keep the peace like, like no, i, I would think of like having a peace summit between like ja rule i mean and in 50. effect I'm the not- peace summit was getting 50 cent maybe that was the was what diffused it all you know, like it's like, oh, we've got a New York rapper too, and he'll shoot you first. Maybe. Like I remember listening <laughs> to Light to Toy Soldiers, first. like outside of my uh, townhouse. Like we were living in North Carolina at the time. Yeah. This is around. I remember listening to Light Toy Soldiers and off feeling like I was at war. Yeah, off of that encore. And I, just... I prefer the original. Oh, there was an original. Oh my. Well, God. the sample. Oh my god. Oh, the or- okay, the yes. sample. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> got it. Okay. Yeah, no, Kids I was incorporated a, sensation. I was Tortica. a big fan of that of that uh that sample, you know, and I just I felt like we were really in in war times. It was it was serious. And, but yeah, the question was, is, Mel, whose side were you on? Well, I was on the side of G Unit, Eminem and everything. I was. The source has a white owner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we know yeah, about it's, Mel it's, though, with his with his peace treaties and whatnot. I can't believe I they allowed that magazine to tank because of his beef with Eminem. <sighs> he I mean, was it, there were to. other things that caused to. it to tank, but it, it didn't help. He, he was. They gave Made Men four and a half mics. <laughs> Jesse talks about it all the time. It's it's a it's a great overstepping of power as far as he's concerned. This is this has gone too far. Like so I kind of get it though, because you're not outrapping these Earth. guys. You know, you're not gonna outwrap these guys. You gotta like <laughs> use whatever you can. If it's an yeah. abuse of power, if which it's... is probably why you thought he was gonna get shot. Because like, well, they're not gonna beat him on rap. Maybe they're just gonna right. Beat him they're up. gonna just have to kill this guy because he's not this, backing though. down. Right now, it's true. Double XL is as vulnerable. As the source was when Eminem was beefing with Benzino, but who's doing it now? I'm no one. But what I'm saying is, just in general, the source can make a comeback. I'm telling you, people are more nostalgic uh, for the mics than the X's. They are. <laughs> you see more mics. This than, this could yeah, be blasphemous. It could, it could like, happen. I mean, actually, not blasphemous. No, no, I think that's I think that's over and done with. Well, then it might be prime. It might be time. I was a I was a double uh, XL kid, but it makes sense because around when I started picking up rap magazines, they had decimated the source. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah the like source I just, was literally the Bible until yeah. about two thousand and three. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would I started buying rap magazines around like oh five oh six oh seven. I like the Master P issue of the Source in ninety seven. They went all in. Oh, I think I've seen that cover. Yeah. They gave Ghetto D four mics. I was like, this has gone too far. 
but I I was all it. about what's it called? Uh, the I was all about the source, and then the double XL came out with fifty on the cover, and like he interviewed Talib Kweli. He was that guest editor on <laughs> on the issue, and it was like summer of o two, maybe summer of o three, the latest. And that was when I remember switching over and never looking back. Because in the music at the time, on, you know, the Invasion mixtapes, you were mentioning Nail in the Coffin, I could no longer support the Source magazine at that point. They had been yep. compromised. It was over. <laughs> it was it was beyond over. And it really started on this album, on the title track where he says, double XL, double XL. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Maybe that like he disses him, but at least he still says the name of the magazine, right? You know, like he bought the magazine. He doesn't like it, but he still bought it. As opposed to the source, where they just kind of just shut the building down. I think I was probably above all. I was a big vibe kid, which was like the softer, like probably the softest of all the magazines. Rap albums, yeah. You they know, I, right? <laughs> of course, I like Vibe the best. You know, like it was Vibe Double XL, then the Source for me in that order. As E Forty um, said, I fuck with Murder Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was, I was a little, I was a little, you know. We know about though. He wasn't reading no rap magazines. He was reading Entertainment Weekly and Nickelodeon magazine. He's yeah, I was reading Entertainment people. Weekly too. I was definitely reading front. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly had had a little moment there. It did. <laughs> it did. I, I would bring them to school. I loved it so. Like sixth grade, I was reading Entertainment they had, they Weekly. Had some in class. They had some moments, man. You know, don't sleep on Entertainment Weekly, but. <laughs> Were you rocking um, it with the Nickelodeon magazine? Don't sidestep no. the other half of the I, question, Mel. Well, no, well, here's the thing. You know the commercials that they would show, like get your parents to order Nickelodeon. <laughs> I wanted that subscription so bad, so bad, and I just never mustered up the courage to be like, "Hey, can I?" You know, like I didn't want to go in the room and be like, "Can you guys order me the Nickelodeon?" <laughs> so I would just watch the commercial longingly with like the it was like the slime and the cake and the phone and the stacks of magazines and it's just. Yeah, I never, I never, I did right, get we to know, buy we know them about occasionally. Mel. He was, he was reading Vibe, Pro Wrestling Fantastic. Illustrated, and and that. Uh, Oddly enough, my consum- my magazine consumption as a kid, Vibe, Entertainment Weekly, Nickelodeon Magazine, <laughs> Maxim actually for the articles. I was reading no. the Maxim articles. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the Yo 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 School. Cut him some slack. Well, no, this okay. is before the yo-yo-yo school. This is before then. This <laughs> was right. before I, I got around I them racist white people. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll For say the this. articles. There was, I was reading the art. I'll just say this. Someone in my family had a Maxim subscription. So they were always around the house and I would just read them, you know, because I was a reader. I read things, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, my, my sexual awakening probably didn't happen. <laughs> Where I realized, hey, you know, like these women are hot. Like <laughs> that didn't happen until probably like oh three, oh four. Uh, I I literally remember my sexual awakening, and it happened with a magazine. Oh, okay, I can't I'm remember good. the exact magazine, but it was one of those like off hey, brand wrestling magazines. Like a TV guide. No, no, not a TV guide, but close, <sighs> basically. Oh no. <laughs> we, no, we I think got, mine was. No, 
No, I, like, I think actually wow. it was Vanity Fair, but TV Guide was right behind it. <laughs> this was the oh, Wow man. World of Wrestling magazine, I believe. One of these like <laughs> that's, offshoot, that's legit. That's offshoot legit. magazines. And there was just a picture of the new girl that Macho Man was with at the See? time. Her name was Gorgeous no, George. Yeah, that works. And her I saw name her. Was George? The, oh, that was her name on, in, on screen, Gorgeous George. <laughs> I've heard Georgina before. Which is weird, right? Okay. Gorgeous George used to be a wrestler back in the day. But right. she was going by Gorgeous George. And I'm like, fuck it. We're going we're gonna to jerk off to the, into the <laughs> magazine. Straight into the magazine. That's and we're going to get these get these pages stuck together like I've seen in the in the you know the films the comedies and whatnot so moles with the original cum tributes huh okay. that was the original cum tribute to George's George Macho Man's former girlfriend and valet I actually was just watching on the spine, one sperm at a time that's right listen I was watching the bash at the beach two thousand no 99 recently and she was she was Macho Man's valet uh, at the show that might have been the actual show those pictures were taken at and i remarked to myself even today i'm like damn she was really good it just looked really yeah. good <laughs> yeah where's uh where's, where's either madonna and vanity fair or like when the cast of all my children was on tv guide or something i don't know oh, it, was, man. it was rough I look, I'm hitting the drop. You I don't have any choice. Freak! Uh, for coming, for coming inside of the magazine. In the magazine is crazy, but I've had my fair share of moments. The Nerf football, that was a moment. I mean, Mel, it was it was literally my first time. I had to figure out: is this sustainable? Is that what you do? Do you do you just like <laughs> nut in between? Because I heard about pages stuck together. A lot of comedians talk about it. <laughs> You hear about it on shows. I'm like, oh, that's what you do, I guess. That was what you were supposed to do. Okay. You open up the page, you fucking... I didn't... I thought it was like a one-time use, you know? Yeah! Uh, (laughs) Just for that purpose, I guess. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm bringing it back. Is it Fox still or something, or is it just like the AVN magazine? I have no idea. No, they still got... I mean, they took the news out of Playboy, I think. Oh, they don't Oh, really? No. Yeah, they... Oh, yeah, they took them out a long time ago. Oh, that's bullshit. But, I know, right? But Penthouse what about, is still going. Yeah, Penthouse, okay. Hustler, you know, the classics. Okay. Yeah, I'm bringing I it back. what happened to High Society. Fuck, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm going to hit the newsstand this weekend. I'm, I'm going to oh, be fucking... No. They, I wonder if they still have, like, the, the celebrity paparazzi magazine. Remember that? Were they... Wait, they were doing celebrity nudes on newsstands? Yes. What? Oh, this see, was like I was, Uma Thurman, topless at the beach. What did the kids say? I was born there in the Because no oh, yes, the internet yes. was all dial-up. So I like, if you wanted actually. to see it, you had a better chance going to a magazine stand <laughs> it was than like waiting on, for the picture to load for five years. Like, the, on the Inquirer, you'd see this kind like of shit. Like, Winona Ryder in a bathtub, also the Inquirer. They'd have bikini <laughs> stuff. This is funny to talk about because I was just telling what was on the phone. It was a it was a false flag, by the way. But I saw something trending. I thought uh, that uh, that weirdo Abby Shapiro had some leak news. No, and, uh, <laughs> I scurried uh, over over to my uh, my, my dark happening. sources and corners of the internet. That's it was fake. Happening. It was they were capping, but you know, the, the point is, if I wanted to see, so there's places I can go. Back in the day. I guess you only had these magazines. You had to go to the newsstand or you had to wait for the JPEG to load. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a fake. Like 40 minutes later. 
that like, dial oh. up. I was I'm young. I'm I'm it old hurt. enough to remember. I, I was in at the t- like. I had the AOL discs. I remember loading Michael Jordan's website, and it took like forty-five <laughs> minutes. Yes, to load. Now imagine time. trying to load yeah. a ten-second preview clip on like QuickTime or Real Player oh of some porn, and it's like buffering. It maybe like every ten seconds, you get one second loaded. Man, the QuickTime I, I trauma. I still man. have that. Oh, I think it's not on memory stick. I think I might still have data CDs of twenty-second clips. <laughs> You gotta love the twenty second clips. The twenty second oh, clips. Oh man! Listen, the original vines. The original it was, it was like yeah, it was the original. It was like beat the clock. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna ask. I feel like I have a fellow smut man in the building because no one ever remembers this when I bring it up. Sean, do you remember a steakandcheese.com? Oh, I remember this website. No, but I could probably pull. Oh it no, up. you do remember it, right, Moves? Okay, yeah. That was what uh, what it was it was just kind of like a variety website of just the net like it was a lot of rule 34 there like uh, it was circulated amongst us kids because it was like do you want to see Vegeta fucking Boma <laughs> you know and it's like oh God you hear of about course. that in the same circles you hear about rotten.com right yeah it's gone now Rotten, oh, it's been going ground, on. steak yeah. and cheese. Oh, no, that was, you know, it's the still whole there. Era. It's still here. They have it archived or something. Yeah, whatever it is, it's going on. <laughs> it might. This looks like it's new stuff. I see um, gamer videos and, I mean, gamer chairs. Yeah, that's fuck it. That is <laughs> it's the Marshall Mathers review. We're it bringing looks back. Like, we're bringing it looks back like uh, cl- clips of uh, people's. Um, gold show chat room like chat room uh, stuff and so it's like, like cam you, horse stuff now yeah it's cam horse stuff oh okay it's yeah. not it's not the old rotten all right we're not bringing rotten back i apologize that was premature but we are jerking off in magazines again oh my <laughs> yeah there's there's these are i don't know any of these people these are real can kniff hours going on yeah, I don't which, even know which, if any of these people have enough. I don't even know if I'm following any of these people. I don't know if they're famous enough. <laughs> great, great transition. You know, this is an album from 2000. Uh, so I was kind of taken aback when I heard. I mean, obviously the internet existed. You know, AOL, probably like AOL keyword slim. You know, if you wanted to go to like the Eminem website. But like hearing him say in verse two, it's Ken Kniff on the internet trying to wear your kids with them in the bed. Like that was the big fear back there, like chat rooms. Yep. Like, oh, you know, internet predators. In chat room. You know? Oh, yeah. I almost got <laughs> predated. Me and David. Oh, you almost got predated? It's true. I'm sorry to hear I'm that. I'm telling you, the chat rooms were the place to be back then. I remember it the was, chat rooms. It was lawlessness. Oh, Shit was lit. Yeah. It was lit. It was we almost was. got in hot water with an older man from Las Vegas who was going to fund a wrestling <laughs> website for us to start. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, it's a good. It's a good thing that we never uh, got caught up in that. I mean, it was one of those things that, like, before any adults really knew what was going on with the internet, they would just all they knew was like, stay out of them chat rooms. You know, you can do anything you want basically, but don't be talking to random people on the internet because they could hurt you. You know, but of course, us being kids, we're gonna do what we're, we're told not to do. And I just remember being in there, and like you said, it was lawlessness. It's just like people saying whatever whenever really i didn't like 
spend much time there because I couldn't find like a place to like actually jump into the conversation because it was going like a mile a minute. It's kind of like, like Twitter spaces now, you know? Right. And I exactly. And I couldn't really like establish myself. So I would just lurk. You had to watch. do the sneaky link, Mel. You had to mess it. You had to see who was in there and then just IM them privately. Right. Privately. Yeah. The private message was, yeah, you couldn't, the, what was the main, it was just called like the main room or whatever. Yeah, the it was hub, like the main room, or something like, yeah, that. The like the little lobby or whatever, and then lobby. you had spinoff yeah. rooms. Yeah, you had, yeah. The, you had the private message. You know, it, what was the <laughs> other one I had? I did MSN Messenger. I don't know what the hell. Oh, going I had on. MSN too. I remember just, MSN. My goodness, had AOL. Just, of course, had MSN. I probably could have been. A, I probably could have been arrested for the things that happened in my MSN <laughs> Messenger. Days. Look, the MSN shit. That was to talk to the people who were. Overseas or the real weirdos who weren't on AOL at the time. And yeah, that's who I talked to. Who were flying solo mm-hmm. on the yeah, on the, the internet. Yeah. No yeah. bumpers. I might have been King Kniff. Oh man. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to ask some uh some some women who are now adults about that, but Oh brother. Yeah. You know, I mean that that it was the wild west era of the internet you know as as dark as some corners still are it's nothing compared to how it was you know it just it was a different place kids trust me there whatever you think the moderation is now it was it was just non-existent it was it was it was literally just pirates and pornographers yeah and then just free and just roam free like grand theft auto <laughs> it was nuts man it was nuts just whatever you know? whatever's going on i i chose to uh freestyle rap battle in the key right. styling yeah key styling yeah that's what i chose to do and yeah, that's not too bad you know that's some of the i guess good clean fun you could get into mm-hmm. in that time you know it's pretty fun <laughs> um uh, hey, another transition. Uh, it's a sick world we live in these days. Slim, for Pete's sake, put down, down Christopher, Christopher Reeves' leg. Christopher Reeves, one of his favorite topics, obviously. He talks mm-hmm. about him all the time. But this is probably my favorite Christopher Reeves line. Because the image is hilarious. Yeah, It's the kind of mischievous Slim Shady. Like, what are you, you just doing see now? <laughs> right. Exactly. What are you doing now, Slim? And he's just like, oh, he's just like he gets caught. He just drops it's the leg. Scam. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which, <laughs> which goes off. into... Um, it's not the part. Actually, that part I do have memorized, which is one of my favorite bars, stanzas, <laughs> segments, mm-hmm. where I just thought he's going to rhyme everything. He's going to rhyme <laughs> every word. He this said, guy. you guys are so sensitive. Slim is a touchy subject. Trying just don't mention don't it. Mention Mine it. with no sense in it. Fried get so critical. Eyes get so squinted. I'm blind from smoking on my windows to the dine limousine. With lines of coke and with a bunch of guys hopping out. Oh, hind and those it. Oh man! Yeah. And see, the rap nerd in me is always going to appreciate that. But like, what what kills me is like the Eminem of that era. Now he just like free. Just I call it the sputtering faucet flow. Mm-hmm. This still worked in the context of making a record. So it also it was helps tighter. that he's doing it, it over felt- that great bass line. So right. it's kind of like a yeah. funky. He kind of just rolls. Yes, in. he rolls yeah. into it as opposed to now where he's just like it's he like can't power help jogging now. Yeah. yeah, he just cannot. He's on help a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> right it's turned all the way up to 11 you know 
Which is that's funny the only because thing he can run on now. As we know in Marshall Matters LP two, he says the Columbine line and it's not bleeped out. And he says, mm-hmm. I bet it doesn't get bleeped out now. <laughs> it's like no, because you put the <laughs> you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. So it just sounds like Columbine, Columbine. Like that's not the line. Right. Yeah. Like when he said he said it, I was like, No, you didn't. And I went back and I was like, Oh, he did. Right. Take some gifts from Columbine, some alumni. Yeah, he's like, like no. you can hide things by just putting different emphasis on different oh. words. That's the stage. Oh, in. I hate that rhyme on MLP too. <laughs> I hate it so much. There's some pain oh, and suffering man. on there, but I really like Stronger Than I Was. I like mm-hmm. when he just starts screaming into the microphone. <laughs> it's like it was like the sequel to Haley's song. I I remember where I was when that album leaked. I remember like walking around San Diego. It was like a sunny day and hearing this man and being like, I was in awe because I'm like, yeah, this isn't the Eminem that I grew up with. But like, <laughs> no. he's fighting for his life on here and I respect it. Like, Jeez. you know, he was trying. fighting. Like, I'm trying. Exactly. I'm trying. You know, he's it's running the on a treadmill. Album. He was really running on a treadmill on he that. He was. One. You know, it was. I remember when, when Rap God came out, I was like, "What happened to nobody listens to techno?" (laughs) You know, it was definitely just his like, "Hey guys, like I'm just looking on a Steve Aoki beat." Yeah, looking rhyming too fast. I feel like every year. I like going like like every other year. I'm like, you know what? Let me like listen to Rap God again because I think of it as like a joke, and I'm it's like, let me just see. It's a I joke. I think right? I finally put it on my because I had an MMLP2 playlist of like the songs I could tolerate, and I finally put uh, the last thing I added to it was Rap God. Rap I think God. I just put it at the beginning. Like, let's get it over with. Like, we yeah, can't I've pretend it doesn't exist. It. Yeah, we can't exactly. It but I, exist. I'm like, let me just leave that to the Do people who are my- just. You know, not even really hip hop fans. They're just in awe of this guy rapping a mile a minute. But like, after however, I don't know what year it was when I finally came around. Yeah, this thing's an hour long now. It's not at the put it towards the end. (laughs) I put it between asshole and brainless for some reason. I used to have it first. Yeah, you know, I put all the (laughs) bonus tracks first. That's why. That's a great bonus track. By the way, like whenever I make playlists. Uh, baby, desperation, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Days, track. <laughs> That's the track. Are oh, those the three? The deluxe Is that it? Edition. Uh, beautiful pans, a CS song. Uh, and then Wicked Ways was like a blues. It was like one of those blues. Is, is someone on Groundhog Day? Is it like Joel no? Ortiz that's just him spitting. Oh, okay. I don't know if I know this. That's a good one. You should click on that one. He actually what? finds he finds the pocket. Like I found it, guys! <laughs> I found it. It's worth screaming it's like, about. If my oh, thank God! And it was a sigh of relief. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe he, the next album. He what was the album after that? After MLP two. Oh no! Uh, See Kamikaze. Uh, re- no revival. <sighs> was it revival? It was yeah. revival. Oh. Then Kamikaze. He had to hit bottom, and then he yeah. was okay. He hit bottom. He's like, okay, it won't get any worse than that. To be fair, it hasn't gotten any worse than that, to be fair. It no, hasn't. So It can't. <laughs> Revival, I just remember riding around to that 
The Charles Bradley like, sample goes though. <laughs> I, the lyrics I, are indefensible. I could. It's one of the worst albums I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's indefensible. <laughs> indefensible. It was one of those albums where I, I consider myself to be a generally shameless person, but like I remember rolling the windows up tightly. Like I can't let anybody see me listening to this because I can't be like, "Hey guys, I'm just listening to this to get a rating on it." Like I, I'm not enjoying <laughs> this, you know. But you know, it was yeah, that was a bad experience. Yeah, but yeah, I would say Groundhog Day from MMLP Two is good. Now it's not as good as Don't Front. Hmm. But it's in that he, yeah. he actually is like rhyming in a in a rhythm. What I uh, appreciate about playlists a lot of times is they're time capsules for me because I can see like when an album comes out, like whatever was like added like last, it's like okay, this is what I came around on last. So like I have a document of like the things I liked originally, things that had to grow on me, you know. <laughs> like there must have been some song. That's it. Well, I mean, obviously, there was like the Jay Z cashmere thoughts debacle, but it was like the final. Yeah, I was never about. really a part of that, but I remember it was a big thing. Yeah, that was big in the nineties. I was yeah. never. I well, I didn't listen to the album in the nineties, so that's another thing about me. But by the time I was like, "What's wrong with this?" I, I like the Project <laughs> Funk, the World Beat. <laughs> yeah i didn't the first time i heard reasonable doubt was in college i think 2013 i was on the toilet and i was like this is fine but i don't know if this is like i'm, I'm not sure about this hype of it being his magnum opus and then i revisited it years later got some more rap knowledge under my belt and i think it kind of unlocked for me then you know yeah, it's very good maybe i was just having a bad time on the toilet i don't know but <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't not I like it, but I'm like, this album. ain't no black album, you know? Like, I don't think it's a toilet album. It's you listen not. to my number one classic on the toilet. Oh my god, not Jay, <laughs> not Jay. You disrespected on, my masterpiece. <laughs> Look, I'll I'll give you this, Jay. That since you're gonna show up, you did borrow from M on this song with the uh, "I used to give a fuck, now I give a fuck less." What do he I did. Think success. That's sucks. the line that I cannot. For the life of me, like I know what he's saying. I've said it. I've read it. But I, when it when it comes to that part, and I'm running through the album because I know every stitch of it, including the the ad libs and the skits. I go, what do I think? It success, sucks, success, success, success. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. Success, yeah, I never remember the exact success. order of things. I'm like, he's going to say too much press. I'm depressed. No, it's too stressed. Too much sense. Dep- what? Which yeah, one is all it? the s's. Yeah. I made know, a, so. He made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Success. And it's actually, um, you know, Jay-Z took it from Eminem. Eminem took it from Infinite Eminem. Yeah, I was I was Which is even on, better. Uh, yeah, the bad website. And in a slugfest, I get physical like physicians. He was like AZ on helium. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Invisible like magicians with mystical mic traditions. <laughs> His voice just got higher and higher. Oh, Wicked wizardry like a sorcerer, no remorse for you when I torture you throughout the course of my orchestra. <laughs> These are this is that's actually what he said. <laughs> I've I've yet to hear Infinite in full. He's he's spitting. Okay, it's pretty much what. Check it out. It's kind of like modern Eminem, but he's doing it because it's '96, so he's doing it in the '90s style. The but he's 90s. rhyming everything. The remastered version of the title track, I think it's called the FBT Remix. Oh, Lord. It's, uh... Yeah, I have my old Napster version. 
it, it sounds amazing, honestly. It's like I didn't yeah. think that they'd be it's able be. to restore the record from its original. It was like a very dirty sounding record. It's but pretty dirty. They didn't they didn't do anything to it to modernize it. They just like kind of cleaned everything up. It sounded great. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, Lush. Yeah, this is Eminem. Yeah, I, I can get back down with himself. like the first the first half of Infinite, and then after that, I, I no. no. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, at some point we may do it, but I'll say this: not really a big fan myself of that album. Withering snake, gibbering fake, bite rhyme is different, y'all. Stiffering ache, withering break, you slithering snake, gibbering fake, fibbering flake. Dress you in a different, different shape. Toss you in Michigan Lake for fisherman's sake. Uh, I'm not for making these up. Sake. I'm not making these up. Oh, man. He was like, oh, you're just rhyming. Okay. So he's kind of gone back to infinite Eminem. That cradle to the grave thing. It's yeah. like you start. You, you're a baby. You're shitting on yourself when yeah. you're, you're. I know a crack feed vaccine needs a vaccine. Ah, vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's timely. That's a Mister. You know, Florida it's track. funny. We get like these random flags on our episodes on Spotify. We're like, they put this disclaimer. It's like for more COVID nineteen information. Oh lord. And we're like, when did we talk about? We didn't talk about COVID in this episode. <laughs> no. So we're like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll be on the lookout now to see if they throw it on here. Now that we've mentioned, like, we our theory was like during the no, Wu Tang season, there was a lot of vaccine talk, mm-hmm. you know, from the Wu Tang members. So it's like there was a lot of flags. But yes. there are episodes where it's like we don't remember talking about COVID or vaccine. So no. I'm I'm gonna see if they put I think it. If on you this say time. it, because I got shadow banned once because I just I I type like a version of one of those you just lost to COVID memes. When they were losing sports games in the bubble. Right. Like you just lost to COVID protocols (laughs) or whatever it was. And they shadow banned you? It was like briefly, it was like it was like a misinformation flag. I'm like, I'm just commenting on the meme. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It didn't last. Okay. Well, that's good. But it was funny. Yeah. I was, I'm, 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 you know, quick aside, I was scared of them protocols, the whole playoffs. I was just, yeah, I was, you I know, can't you believe never, it didn't happen to anybody. Yeah. It just, it, it only got Kerr. He was out for a couple and, games. And there's rumors that it got to the Suns, but mm. they said mm. no comment. Right. We I figured no if comment. it was ever going to be that bad, they would have just swept it under the rug, like for and the sake they of ratings. probably did. You know? Yeah, so... We'll see, we'll see how the parade uh, pans out. Oh yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> man, that was fun. Oh, did you go? No, hell no. Oh, okay. No, I went to <laughs> oh, the <yeah>. television set. <laughs> this is right. where I went. Yeah, I watched. I the took. Clips. I took. I took the day off. Yeah, I downloaded like a bunch of video for the archives. Clay falling like, yeah, down, knocking people over. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking it off. It's Juneteenth. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. I don't have a job. I don't have a job where you get Juneteenth off, which I can't believe is a thing. That was something me and a guy on Twitter said was going to happen like a year before they did it. And we're like, why did we, why did we do this? (laughs) Why did we speak this into existence? (laughs) It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, It also coincides with like the OJ chase weekend. So, and, and Tupac's birthday. So it's fitting. 
Yeah, this Black History Hour. And the release of Devil's Night was June nineteenth. <laughs> there you go. Bunch of reasons to take the day off. It's it's important. <laughs> yeah, you know. So. So yeah, we all agree. Mike Elizondo tore it up on that on that baseline. Oh, Absolutely, the baseline. There's another moment. Fire. It kind of comes in. It's in the first verse, like the second at like starting at bar nine. It's like this like wah wah noise, like wah wah wah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big it's a fan really of good that. guitar player. Big fan of the wah wah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he killed movie. it on the when he did the Pink Floyd guitar solo on Devil's Night. I was like, this dude is he let it go. Okay, <laughs> give me I'm give me some, some, some no. whammy bar. That that wah wah is very West Coast, of course. You know, you got Dre. In there as yeah, well. Yeah, it was very it was it it did kind of feel like a like a return for Dre. It's not a single per se. Mm. Like there's all these jokes about how you can't play Eminem at the club and that for some whatever reason. But I remember they did play the real Slim Shady at parties in two thousand. Yeah, they, they try to they try to like memory hole it like it never happened. I no, was there. Like he was, they played was him. big. They well, played I would him. just stand big. there and rap the song. Looks like another what? club banger, okay? We know about it. Wolves, did they the play Eminem at Dope House? Please, no. Uh, no, I can't they didn't play him at Dope House. Did they not put... We were somewhere, and, like, they played it, and, yeah, I just stood there and rapped it, and I had a great time. Yeah, like that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, I remember uh, when Encore... Not Encore, sorry. Eminem show had leaked, and they had to put it out, like, the following Saturday because it had already leaked, like, a few days before. I had the leak I put on a party until I collapsed, fucking tore the roof off of that house party. <laughs> they were like, oh shit. <laughs> College kids lost their minds. You know. <laughs> and and it was a match made in heaven from that moment on. Like if you're in oh, college, yeah. you're probably gonna like that song. Well that's what we were saying. <laughs> if you're drunk one, at like... a college party, I got as something much for as you. People have tried to change the narrative at this point. Eminem was cool at this time. He was. He was. He got played. I mean, they played Kill You on the radio, on the rap stations at 3 in the afternoon, which sounds impossible. But they did it. One of my favorite things to reference all the time. They played Bitch Please 2 on the radio. Is like, yeah, the songs that they were playing. Like, I tell people all the time, like, you got to understand, I'm from an era where Cleaning Out My Closet was played on the radio. Yeah, it was a massive hit. That would never happen now. Um, it would like it. Business got played. Did they play? My dad's going crazy. I wouldn't doubt it. I probably. I believe <laughs> was, they did. You know, because I worked at a record store and we had a clean version, and the clean version was when he got to the lick a pussy and eat pussy lips. It was just. <laughs> 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 lips in my face yeah, with a yeah. ring in my nose. I was like, okay. <laughs> I believe um, Drips was silent. There yeah, was no Drips. That, that's one it they just skipped the to. song. It was yeah. like, say goodbye to Hollywood. Ten seconds of silence without me. <laughs> like, you could at least put Stimulate on there, which was what was supposed to be there. Oh, man. You gotta love the songs that are, I guess, so crude that it's just not even worth censoring. They're like, we can't know. Off. Yeah. We can't do it. Oh, yeah, what man. else? I mean, they played... Didn't they play Who Knew on the radio? Um, From the first Marshall Mathers OP? I think they might have. Probably did. Where's my... Oh, there it is. 
It's hard for me to to say like what was played on the radio and just what was played around because everyone had this thing. So right around exactly. Oh, everything that's what was, I was playing. Just you because... back playing from a car because that's it's funky. Yeah, I think I first heard it was a truck uh, who, rattler. Who knew? Or um, at a friend's house in the sixth grade, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd never heard this Eminem before." You know, mm. but like, I it blew my mind. I'm Criminal like, "Yo, this... was definitely played on the radio." See, we haven't gotten to that yet in the review, but I'll just tell you now, like, I didn't hear Criminal until I think 2010, maybe 2011. Wow. wow. That was the first time I had heard the album in full front to back. That's like me and listening I remember, to It's Dark and Hell is Hot in like 2016 for the first time. Another album I haven't heard front to back, <laughs> even though my dad had it. He you had get around CD, to it. I'm not I'll telling definitely you, you're missing a lot. <laughs> Season yeah, I would say was. catch up on the Busta Rhymes albums first or something. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Criminal, I heard it and it was my favorite song for like a week. And it's, I remember going to my friend Seabro and I'm like, yo, Eminem Criminal. And he's like, he's not even a hip hop dude, my friend. And he's like, oh, you're late. <laughs> like, and I'm like, what? I know you're not telling me I'm late. You listen to Black Eyed Peas unironically. Shut you up. Know? Just shut up. Shut up. I thought about yeah. listening to Black Eyed Peas shut up again, but I can't. <laughs> you know, like their pop music, you know? And he's like, yeah, you missed that whole Black wave. Eyed like, where were you? Kind of went, though. They did. That's what I'm hearing, you know? Before they like, went full pop. I disagree. Oh, you disagree? You thought it they was were... pop music even then? No, I thought it, well, kind of. I thought it was like, watered down kind of tribe called quest de la soul almost it like was. Ju- jurassic five without you know like a, a uh, defining MC. yeah like a defining vocal element in place there's, and then adding fergie there. i like the, the skits on behind the front let me see where they were doing guess the samples oh yeah mm-hmm. i got it puff uh-uh bitch I got it. Tell my man a mace. Uh-uh. Damn. I got it. Bridging the gap. Yeah, I didn't hear him until Ella Funk. Ella Funk is when they got on my radar, obviously. Yuck. So. (laughs) I downloaded Ella Funk because, well, there was only one way to know at that time. And I was like, oh, this is (laughs) what we're doing? I definitely got it. As one of the 99 cent Columbia House shut CDs. Up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh, it was part of the Columbia House. <laughs> yeah, Speaking a- of songs that have that were never edited out, is that, did people just memory hole, let's get it started? I think they do. I think they do. Because I have do. the Bird CD to prove what that song was originally uh, yeah. written as. Yeah. You know? Oh, man, look. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get redacted. Yeah, two thousand and three, yeah. and not early yeah. two thousand and three. Like know? we went blew up another country and then released that song. <laughs> you know. It was in Hitch two thousand five. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I mean, Eminem said it many times. Time. Up to that, it really point. was a different time. You know, he said it many times. Has he said it recently? I don't think he said it since. What do you think? Probably oh three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he said he might have said it in Kamikaze. He was kind of saying everything again. Yeah, every, yeah. I uh, I'll give the black eyed peas this. I, you know, I'm giving them grief about being you know pop artists, but I kind of low key mess with uh, what's what's the one? The E and D is that the one? With <laughs> that was the dance album. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, the, boom, boom, I'm, I'm, a uh, I'm a B. 
boom, boom, pow, I got a feeling. I mean, they kind of just went all in at that point. <laughs> They're just in a different uh, genre. There was a, a Sergio Mendez album that Will I Am produced and executive produced. Really? And he got like Erica Badu on there. A lot of people. There's a Will um, I Am like produ- production album he put out in the early 2000s. I remember I liked some of it. I didn't. Hear oh, uh, are you are you talking about Lost Change? I think that's what it on is on BBE. I, or yeah, I never heard the whole thing, but I heard. I was like, this is intriguing. That was kind of like his underground LA hip hop album. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I can see how it kind of got released September 1st, that's 2001. He probably dropped it 10, 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> it probably got buried other than it just being like a debut studio album from him or solo but album. It, he, he came out the coma 2001 around the same time Dre dropped 2001. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if, if only... you hadn't told us you were in a coma, I, I would ask you why you said that sentence, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the qualifier. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's check, why. No, check out this track list. Of this uh, Lost Change? No, of this time. I'm on the Revival track list, so so please let me go to Will I Am. I'll drop it in the chat for you guys. It's it's really good. The part I heard was really good. Oh, there's this a link the to it. Let's see. Timeless, timeless album, and this is Lost yeah, Change. There's some joints on here. Planet Asia. Medusa. Oh, I was I was a big Medusa head. There you go. That's both of them. Science. Okay. I'm on the wrong page. Yeah, I had this uh let me see. Yeah. I heard like some of it Mike Myers? I wonder He's on what this? Mike Myers that was. Is this I Mike Myers, it. Mike Myers, or I doubt it. <laughs> huh? Okay. I don't know why it's taking. There's a general page, but if you look up the 2006 Sergio, this is the kind of album, album that you might find on Bandcamp. <laughs> like, would you like Dude. to buy the vinyl of this on Bandcamp? Mendez, timeless, timeless. You're going to flip when you see this track list. Okay, I found one track from Lost Change on Bandcamp. I got Lost Change, Sean. I can send it to you. The Black Eyed Peas, Eric Badu, Will I Am, Stevie Wonder, Q-Tip, Jill Scott, John Legend, India Ari, Justin Timberlake, Farrell Munch. What was this? Oh, six. uh, 2006. Oh, he won the Grammy. (laughs) Yeah, this is... And this was right in the monkey business era. Black Thought, Charlie Tuna, Farrell Monch, Farrell Monch, and Justin Timberlake. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's the longest song on the album. Why? Why does Justin Timberlake insist on making six-minute songs? (laughs) Here's the uh, here's the check clear drop. Okay. I mean, that's why um, Pharrell will never work with him again. He's like, you want to make another six-minute song? <laughs> Can you imagine if Bylon was six minutes long? I'm, no, a, I'm a Bylon apologist. I'm a I Bylon like Bylon, but can you imagine oh, if it you. was six minutes long? Well, then it'd be a nightmare. Six you, minutes you, are you, going you, in, you. going in, going in, going in. Tell you the truth. Let it go. 
That album's five years old already. I yeah. was just telling. Can we call like that a classic yet, or have people just forgotten about it? <laughs> Give it how you, uh, another how many songs year. Songs that I like on Pretty Girls like trap music. Uh, I liked enough. I liked enough. Man, yeah, it was good. That was my album. Was my anthem. I was rocking that. I, I even like listened to the Nicki Minaj and Drake songs. <laughs> I think I like nine out of sixteen on there, but I did some funny business. So when we review it, I have to remember. I got rid of good drink. Oh, you know. Yeah. You put and the I, choir version back on. And I put the you? choir version back in there <laughs> and I moved the version that was on the album into the loose singles folder. Okay. Good drink. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a good one. Oh no. Byline uh, apparently Blue was my highest rated song on the <laughs> Blue cheese might be top five Migos song. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm just going. I'm just, just, just ever. Let me see. I like Saturday night Riverdale Road. Four a.m. Let me not give them all my takeaways. We got to do the album one day, but yeah, yeah, that's my shit. That was I I fuck with that album. Burglar bars, album. Light a candle, shed one tear, put burglar bars on. Yeah. Rolls Royce, bitch. My side chick got pregnant by her main dude, and I'm offended. <laughs> I, I miss when Two Chains was entertaining. I, Man, I, don't know. I don't know what's going on now. I don't know. I think he's he in his Eminem right era. It's just yeah. Ever since the LeBron album, did it. <laughs> it's not been the same. Oh, the LeBron album. Ever since that was the he's turning not, point. I agree. Yeah, that there's the just not point. a good Two Chains album that it exists. was a bad fork in the road. Yeah. Everything was good up until that point, and then it got not good anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did he Rapper put out any? How many albums did he put out since then? Not he many. put out Rapper Go to the League. He put out So Help Me God. He put out the one this year with I the, have one So Help Me God song. Uno. What? What's the? He did sample. Don't, I can't go for itself. that. All in Oats on that one. Yeah, Dope don't, don't Sell Itself. He just put out this year. Dope Don't Sell Itself. a new itself. Two Chains album. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's only 30 minutes long. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, money back, yo, beat king. This looks like a Juicy J uh, mixtape <laughs> list of features here. Lil uh, Dirk, yeah. Sway Lee, Never I mean, I think again. he's running into that same problem that Rick Ross is, where you're going to put out the same album to a diminishing return. There's a Manny Fresh beat on here. God help us. <laughs> yeah, he's in his record. I mean, he well, needs the thing a about ludicrous Rick Ross, feature is what he needs. Ross, oh God, Luda. Modern day. I out. mean, Jacquez. <laughs> Jackie, in, he's here. <laughs> in 2022, oh, and Stove God cooks somehow. Did, Mules, didn't you say that? Did you tell me something? Was that you that was like, check out that song or something? Stone like, God still has Lad, no Wikipedia page. That's Lad funny. TV. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the Stone God was, song. It was like the sort of you know uh, concession to the Dusty's record Got on it. the album. It's not yeah. a trap. Record. I don't want it's like to... some Griselda sounding shit. Basically, I, I don't want two chains to do Dusty. It's too late. He's doing a whole album with Static Selecta, apparently. Oh, We've officially hit that point. 
He'll do a Hit Boy album next. <laughs> Hit Boy is just doing everything with everybody at this point, and I respect it honestly. You know what else I like about "I'm Back"? He does the <laughs> he does the vocal scratch really well on that song, hmm. and that's one of his ticks. But he he hit it really hard in on "I'm Back." I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're like oh okay you're not a beatboxer but i you feel that was that was definitely the word tick that was a tick for me it is a tick uh, absolutely in my early (laughs) rap career i would do that a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know why i don't know where it came from but yeah uh there's at least like four sergio mendes didn't even chart in the u.s won a grammy though all these stars yeah i won a grandma he made it to the NBA Live 07 uh, game, I guess. So that's that's cool. Even though by that I mean, point, it's 2006. I don't think anyone would. People were <laughs> listening to Nelly Furtado and Timbaland that, at that point. So oh, this wouldn't have made this wouldn't have hit the radar. Not even with Black Eyed Peas on it. And they were huge. <laughs> I was so happy to see Nelly Furtado. Apparently, get, like, it was top five in, in hit the Dutch charts. Top five. Yeah, the Dutch. Oh, oh my God. The Dutch love this thing. 100,000 sold in the UK. Shout out to the Dutch. You know? Yeah, the Dutch yeah. were popping for this. 100,000 went gold. This in was the definitely UK. like uh, Tower Records is going out of business and this has been marked down to a dollar, and I see all these names on the back, so I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, I hear it. why is it Nori sounds... on here? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, reggae tone, it's funny. Like I, I went in this wormhole <laughs> recently. I went to the, the national, uh, African-American history museum, ended up getting this Angela Davis autobiography because I just like, you know what? I want to learn about her. I, I hear about her all the time. Never started reading her autobiography. She started, I got to a part where she's going to Cuba. I go to Wikipedia. I start reading about Cuba and I just like this tidbit has been stuck in my head ever since. Like they banned reggae tone in Cuba. Because they were like, this is the devil's music. What? Like, too much gyration. and Yeah, I can't make this up. <laughs> like, in Jamaica? That's been stuck in my oh, head in for weeks now. Yeah. yeah, in Cuba. They're like, no reggae tone. We can't listen to that here. And I was like, huh, okay, didn't know that. <laughs> that's so, odd. Yeah, yeah. It tracks, but uh, no, no, no shots, <laughs> but uh, it tracks. Strange, strange truth. Yeah. Yeah. But I've I've I found Will I Am's second studio album must be twenty one. It's got KRS Five, Supernatural, Planet Asia, MC what? Light, I had Field no of Agony, Tash. Oh, this, this is from see, I haven't even heard this. This came out the same day as Speaker Box Love Below, which is why no one's ever heard oh, of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Man. Bad yeah. release date timing for him. But a I've, couple of these songs made it to NBA Live and Madden. Oh, that's yeah. that's your only hope these days. Well, in those days, the Go rather. song, um, the song called Go. How did I know Madden about Lost Change? I know songs about girls from. I didn't seven. know about this on one. Scope. I never heard of this in my life. I'd never seen it before. Fergie's on here with MC Light. Yeah, they were Fergie out by then. Go. That gives me pause. Oh, this song. No, I know Go. Yeah, because I had both NBA Live 2005 wow. so and So you're Madden more familiar with Will I Am's second album than either of us. <laughs> then I guess both you guys. That's awesome. Oddly enough. 
Yeah, I remember this song. Who? I know Go by Common. Mm-hmm. Uh, go. Go. Uh, yeah, that, that year I was listening to D. Loust in the Comatorium. And, um, Mars Volta. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Jewel 0304. Mm. One of the greatest uh, pop albums of all time. Is that the one with See, intuition on it? Yes. The, the ladies razor. Like, the whole album sounded like a ladies razor commercial, and I'm like, "That's this, right. Lean into it." Shit, no, this was in an NBA game. This go. She did a Fiona Apple song. It was. There. It was. This it shit was. sounds like some Janelle well. Monae spaceship I know, right? music. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they were putting. No. The best NBA live soundtrack was 03 because it was like Snoop, Joe Button. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there. Probably Dryden was on there by then. Let me see. They they put out a separate like you got the game and then you flip the little the little disc tray. Wait, and it was NBA like a live isolated. 03. This is this is for yeah. this is for uh, this is for Jesse and some of the other olds who are listening right now. You got that Hot Carl and Red Man song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was there. Blau. Yeah, the NBA live style mix of Blau. <laughs> First video game soundtrack in history to go platinum. Yep. Yeah, no, this thing was classic. It, they, it included the CD, just the isolated CD. Um, I used to, fun fact, Rap Rankings listeners, Mel used to cry to the Brandy Full Moon remix featuring Fat Joe. I loved it. That what? <laughs> yeah. What? So crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was in love with that song. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing times. I was going through a lot. All right. 10-year-old Mel was going through a lot. All right. So forgive me. Um, Crystal yeah, Method made NBA Live 2002. Oh, you, you know what's a fire soundtrack for a basketball game? And no, maybe I'm that? biased because I just played this game a lot. NBA 2K, whatever the soundtrack is with Ride by Zion I on it let me see and has little brother carolina agents hot car um let's see (laughs) i've been quick produced that song diddy this might be let me see you said little brother was on there too yeah carolina agents was the name of the record i think it's 07 but it's possibly 06 so this is post uh ninth wonder it was 2K6. This was still a Ninth yeah, Wonder. Yeah, I think 2K6. this was towards the, you know, before Get Back, after Minstrel Show. So there's a little there's a little Ninth Wonder going on still. Maybe it's well, Crisis. Mercer Ninth made it on one of these. That's cool. Yeah, we, we I had 2K. I think that was the one that, like, converted me to 2K. It was 2K6. With Shaq. Yeah, a lot, the they had, like, just a lot of, like, you know filler tracks like just like stock music but yeah they had the roots on here um there's some oh no stuff uh yeah little brother gene gray common i i vaguely remember this soundtrack aesop rock is on here it was very much like a okay player basically true (laughs) notes part two that's awesome nice Huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Basketball soundtrack season coming soon. Video game soundtrack. Wolves oh, and Mel yeah. 
play the games. But uh, uh, I've been playing Metroid Prime Echoes. The new one? No, the, oh, okay. I got the I the Wii version. I don't know what the what the new one is. What's it called, Mel? Metroid oh, I'm, Nemesis. I wouldn't know. Nemesis Genesis. Dread. Metroid Prime. Dread. Metroid Dread. Dread. Dread is the new Dread. one. I haven't played it. Yeah, but, I don't uh, even. I don't even think I have a game system that would play that game if I bought it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to have a what? Xbox what is that on? A Switch? I, I think it's only on a Switch. Switch. Maybe I'll like commandeer my friend's bedroom one day. Like I, I rented this game. It's going down. Well, <laughs> yeah. As usual, we we go all over the hip hop world and what just good's the world it gonna do general? against a man that strangles himself? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, Sean, I'm sure we'll be seeing you again. And yes, as always, thank you. Uh, you have anything to plug? Any shout outs? Thank you. Floor is yours. I don't have anything to plug. Sane is crazy. I don't right. know, what, yeah, I don't you know, know what's fine. going on. Sane is crazy. Uh, that's pretty much it, I guess. <laughs> you Folks, find less more Bundy. than ever. You can find some less Bundy key styles on Eminem board. <laughs> Sane is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> all right well hey exactly see you guys uh thank for that you. track 11 i guess yeah track 11 coming right up sean thanks again and we'll be right thank back you. yep yep and we're back i'm going strong <laughs> i still don't have to shit <laughs> it's great to know um man jeez you know, before we start track 11, even though I'm actually adding more time by making this observation, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's no way we're going to top the uh, Get Rich or Die trying episode. But now I don't know. Why is that? I don't know. Well, because, let me see. Part one, Zane is crazy. That was what? Five, five and a half hours? Something like that? We're at 334 right now in this current recording. So mm-hmm. that would be like nine hours. Well, I had to step away for a moment at one point. Oh, right, yeah, there's that, okay. Well, you know, we're not going for his pace. It's the, it's the Marshall Mathers LP, but... Look, whatever happens, officially happens. in a race against... Whatever, obviously, whatever happens, happens. But it's now not a guarantee that this is going to be less time than uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. We may have to split it up on the feed, which you hate to do, but let's just keep going. All right. Uh, track 11, Marshall Mathers. Kind of a title track. Oh no, double the downloads. What are we going to (laughs) do? Well, ideally double the downloads. Produced by Bass Brothers and Eminem. We get good Um, retention, Mel. We get a very solid retention rate, okay? We do. You know, hopefully it stays that way. Folks, I have it. I have it. uh, I, I have the records. Okay. The retention is like way beyond the standard retention rate. Okay. And that's all thanks to you, viewers like you. No, listeners like you. Okay. So thank you for retenting on these two parters. Um, flat eight. Sorry, what's the song? <laughs> Marshall Mathers. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Uh, seven plus, Amy Baby. Oh man, because I'm just rap rankings. 
I'm just a long form pod. I don't know why all the fuss about length. Okay. You should know what this is. Timestamps in the description. Description. (laughs) Okay. You can skip to the part you want to hear and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. You know? All right. Um, Melodic M. Uh, (laughs) I've always liked this as an album cut. I've always liked this a lot, actually. Um. I love the, the little melodic. I'm just Mar. It's like little old me, this innocent sing songy thing. But it's like at this point, you know, it's like we know why all the fuss about you because you're one of the most offensive rappers going. You know, got to be honest, Mel. Never loved this hook. That might be what's keeping oh, it really? from the eight. Oh, I love it. I, I, I don't know, love it, but I'm like, I like it to sing song you a lot, but I'm melodic Mel. And I'm the music is fine, but it's not like a beat beat. You know what I mean? I called it a Lone Ranger emo beat. Yeah, it's it's low key. Like a goth cowboy or something. Um, you know? What I like about it is Eminem. You know, his verses on here. Oh, he's... I think he has phenomenal verses throughout this song. Oh, my God. Does he? Does he? I love the start. I, I think the song we recorded a couple years ago, or maybe three years ago now, the song where I was... Uh, what is it? Rap is for poor people or something? Classic. The name of it? Classic rap. I might have been influenced by this song subconsciously because the start of this, I love this. Yo, you might see me jogging. You might see me walking. You might see me walking a dead Rottweiler dog with his head chopped off in a park with a spark collar or spike collar hollering at him because the son of a bitch will quit barking. I mean, that is that is perfection as far as Slim Shady is concerned. Barking at a dead dog a beheaded dead or no yelling at a beheaded dead dog because it won't quit barking do we let them hear rap is for poor people or is it too good to actually play they can't hear that they're not ready for that that's too good it's it's a good record they can't hear that maybe state 010 uh state 010 yeah yeah just going ahead to 10 now hopefully we're not in fucking jail by then no we won't be in jail why we be in jail we ain't going to jail told you i can't go to jail i told people anything but jail okay can't go there um yeah it's state 09 is too cream filled we got to start going to to the other statos but uh imagine eminem saying whose instincts to kill and sink don't get me started these fucking brats can't sing and britney's garbage and britney's (laughs) just she gets it she understands that as the character of eminem he yeah, represents... even right after him saying that, what's this bitch, retarded? Give me my $16. Give me back my $16. <laughs> Which was the price of CDs back then. But yeah, Britney wasn't bothered. You know? I'm sure there are pictures of them together. She was a fan, so dude. She was a big fan, she said, of Eminem. Eminem. Let's see. I'm looking for pictures of them together. Um... I don't see no pictures of them together. K-fabe, I'm sure brother, they exist. K-fabe. No, they they were together. They were together. And this is this is Ashton Kutcher, not or not Eminem. Also, anyway, they love him. Um, he does the LFO Summer Girls interpolation on here. Another reference that may have been lost to time. The new kids oh, on the block. You brought that in, didn't you? Yeah, new kids on the block suck a lot of dick. 
what he's saying. Boy, girl groups make uh, me sick, and I can't wait sick. till I see all your redacteds in public. I'm gonna love public. it. Public, I'm gonna love it. So this is <laughs> yeah. LFO Summer Girls. It was a hit on pop radio and MTV back in like '99, I think, summer of '99. This is. I feel like I should know this. Thing. This is boy band excellence, if you ask me. But I'm just nostalgic for this particular record, um, and I have an interesting fact about LFO when we're done. All right, well, let's check it out. Yeah, I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Do you remember? When we met that summer New kids on the block Had a bunch of hits Chinese food makes me sick And I think it's fly when girls stop by For the summer, for the summer I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch I take her if I have one wish But she's been gone since that summer Since that summer Pop mama, they stick and span Met you one summer and it all began You're the best girl that I ever did see The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33 When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets Call me with Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets Listen, Larry Bird is a legend, but we don't want to hear that boss though, okay? They're done. They're out of here. They got, they got done off, all right? So this is so kind of a sad boss. story, but... Um, you hear this dude rapping. He died, I believe, of brain cancer a couple years back. Oh. But as you could hear, he was kind of a hip hop head, even though he was making boy band music. And LFO did a record with Mel's favorite rap group, M.O.P. <laughs> really? Yes, I've included it in the folder because I don't know if there's ever going to be an opportunity to talk about LFO again on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you bring up LFO on a hip hop podcast and you don't reference the fact that they did a record with MOP, you ain't rap. Fair enough. All right. Let's well. hear it. Life is Good featuring MOP by LFO. Life is good, life is great, life is unbelievable Life is hard, life is cruel, life is so beautiful Oh yeah, oh yeah Oh yeah, oh yeah Somewhere in life ain't yet, on my way to anywhere A woman named Beatrice serves me coffee Smiles as if she cares It reminds me of this painting That I think I've often seen The king's behind the counter Serving coffee to James Dean Life is good, life is great Life is unbelievable Life is hard, life is cruel Life is so beautiful Oh yeah, oh yeah Oh yeah On my way to Garden City, on my way to anywhere, a guy named Patrick gives me directions, and he smiles as if he cares. 
It reminds me of this movie that I think of I've seen. Pretty much this situation, except I'd be Steve McQueen. So what would you do if you wake tomorrow? There's no more sorrow, the dreams came true. So knock on wood and cross your fingers. Now count your blessings, it might be you. What would you do if you wake tomorrow? When all your great skies are now turned blue. How many days do you think you're giving? So get on living, it's up to you. Life is good, life is great, life is unbelievable Life is hard, life is cruel, life is so beautiful Oh yeah, oh yeah the sun rock rock on you i be flipping and ripping a party to the break of dawn if you love rich nice or you hate rich nice take my advice and just live hey, your yo, life cause it's, it's yours it's a never ending test i don't know where to begin and i feel i'm in the end i don't want to live life doing petty nonsense it's all to sleep at night with a guilty conscience you know what's really a mess now i feel blessed but 20 minutes from now with all turn your stress i'm 27 years old in brownsville days i'm set with all the blood Sweat in the yeah, yeah. Baby, it's on. A mother shed tears at the same time a baby is born. On the other side of town, a life is lost. A young thug was knocked off and the heat was tossed. Damn, life is real. It's so trite. But don't stop now. Live your life. I know it's hell for the rough. But don't talk down on your man unless you're helping him out. It's yours. So what would you do if you wake tomorrow? There's no more sorrow. Your dreams came true. So knock on wood. Cross your fingers, now count your blessings, it might be you. What would you do if you wake tomorrow when all your gray skies are now turned blue? Man. What, now don't. we just crying? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Don't hold this against me, okay? I'm just... I don't know. Look, I've told you people on this show before. Is it because you knew the dude that rapped in that group died? No, it had nothing to do with him dying of brain cancer. It's just... I don't know. I'm just at a place in my life where somehow that song actually reached me. (laughs) Everything they were saying. (laughs) Just leave... Don't leave me alone right now. Okay? It was... (laughs) oh my god okay all right oh my god i just cried to an lfo mop song okay look they weren't i mean you were listening right yeah life is cruel life is beautiful all these things i i'm not that might be a good song that might it wasn't be a good bad. song. I, it was decent. I think I like it. I think I like I that song. Dislike no, the song. no irony. No, I don't know about crying, but sure, it's a good song. <laughs> it's just even the MOP verse was great to me. What do you mean, even the I, MOP verse? Well, I was expecting them to come in and sound out of place, and and they didn't. Or he didn't. The I mean, M- that was what just one of them, No, it right? wasn't. It was both of them. The MOP hater both? is in the building. Mel ain't rap. No. He's no, crying I'm to the, be lover. He's crying to that LFO was... on the Eminem review. Oh, my God. Oh, this is... 
Oh, look, I told them. It's not like I didn't tell them. I don't know. I don't cry at things I should cry about. I cry at weird things, like a freaking LFO song. So what is that, now? A nine, a ten? I don't know. Just I'm going to give it an eight for now, okay? Just for right now. I just I'm I'm just in, I'm in a, I'm in a weird it, place, okay? I'll give it a flat that seven. Was, it was better than it should have been based on what it was. I I was caught off guard by that, by how much I was not I thought it was going to be a joke. Like I thought I was going to laugh at it and I just found no, myself the novelty is to that it. like one of the hardest rap groups of all time did a song with a boy band from the 90s. I'm going to lose all credibility on this show. They're going to be like, yeah, that time Mel cried to the LFO song. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, oh, no. So you like this. All right. Hold on. You like this better than Kill You? You like the LFO, LFO just, song better than Kill You? Right now. Let's just let's just not do this you gave right Kim, now. This could be a fluke rating. You gave Kill You a, a seven plus. right now. I'm, I'm doing one a lot. I got hemorrhoids. Okay, it's just I'm in a place in life. I'm just in a place in life where that song, it just... Folks, the review has taken a turn. We know about these long reviews. It happens at a certain point, usually with Jesse, but sometimes... We lose the plot. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's just, I'll, I just, just, I'll be okay. It's just, I was, it caught, it caught me off guard. It caught me slipping. That's okay, all. Okay. There's only three right, more I'm pieces right. of archival audio coming up. The original version of Bitch Please, a fabulous freestyle over Bitch Please, in the sense that the rapper Fabulous freestyled on it. It's not a fabulous freestyle by any means. And uh, the song Instigator by D12. Later on, I, I think you'll be okay. I don't think you're gonna. I mean, maybe at this point, who knows what you're gonna cry to, bro? This song, this song, "Life Is Good" was on the Doctor Doolittle Two soundtrack. There you go. I'm, 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 I'm really a piece of shit, huh? <laughs> what else is on Doctor Doolittle Two? I know, argue that somebody's on the first one, right? Yeah. The first one might be a classic, but the second one... We were just talking about the Clump soundtrack earlier. Let's see. um, Dr. Doolittle 2, original soundtrack. I was going to cry reading this track list. No, I'm going to be all right. Okay, there's a Snoop Dogg song. Snoop Dogg and Lil' Kim and RL, Do You Want to Roll, Doolittle Theme. Uh, is a Wyclef song, Cluck Cluck, with the product G and B, Mario and Fabulous, Tamika, Deborah Cox, mm. Flip Mode Squad, mm. uh, Busta Rhymes, Khalees, What What It Is, Part yeah, Two, Busta, Alicia What It Keys. Is Right Now, Busta, What It Is Right Now. Oh, is that that song? But it's the remix. I think Rock Marciano's on there. Is Rock Marciano on the Doctor Doolittle Two soundtrack? <laughs> I mean, with the LFO MLB song? Let's see. Yeah, with the song. The LF, I'm the, pretty uh, sure Rock has, track a, 11. Rock has like an eight-bar verse on that remix. Oh, man. He's on there with, with LFO and MOP. There's a Luther Vandross, If I Was the One. Alicia Keys, Rearview Mirror. 
Angie Stone making me feel next with Lil Zane looking for love and Madeiros. Uh, it's a 13 track star studded affair, if you ask me. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. You have anything else to add about Marshall Mathers? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Uh, what else? Um, what do you rate it again? Uh, flat eight. Okay, so same rating as Life is Good. <laughs> For now, okay? It just, I was moved to the point of tears. The least I can give it is, is an eight. Even if I feel like it caught me just at a particularly volatile segment of life. I just, I want to be fair to it. Um, he gets an ICP on here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What was the issue um, there? I don't remember... He calls him a uh, redacted too dope and silent gay. Um, claiming Detroit when y'all live 20 miles away, fucking punks. And I don't wrestle. I'll knock you fucking redacted the fuck out. Um, Juggalo you know? Championship Wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, That's verse what, 2 might have had gets, the highest concentration of the F word. He gets some bars off on wrestling on... Without me, he says the best thing mm-hmm. since wrestling. Best thing since wrestling. <laughs> and yeah. on this, he takes some shots at wrestling. Yeah, he he shouldn't. Have. He's he's dissing uh, clowns. Love clowns. You know, Fago. Fago. Love Fago. Fago's pretty good. You know, he didn't. I don't agree with all this. Slim but, anus. You're and, damn and, right, slim anus. He just, like I was telling you on the phone, he just devolves into just, you know, just using the redacted slur. It doesn't even rhyme. You're damn right, Slim Anus, because I don't get fucking mind but, with you two dude, little flaming redacted. I have to say, because <laughs> like, I'm just Marshall Mathers, as as a guy who's not a fan of this hook, when he says, I'm not I'm a wrestler gonna... guy, I'll knock you out <laughs> if you talk about me. I'm not a wrestler yeah. guy. A wrestler guy. Yeah. I am. I definitely clocked that. Who cares? Look, I am a wrestler. It's guy, a business. Yeah. Just like anything else. <laughs> you know, I'm a wrestler guy. You know, it's not that bad. You show up in town, entertain people, you get paid. You know, what more do you want? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. It's, I don't agree with verse two. It has the highest concentration of slurs. I think he was just very mad. I like I mean, ICP. I don't have no problem with them. I can't say I'm familiar with their music, but, you know, Juggalos. I like I their, no you know, their love of wrestling. I like their clown style that like they do. I like their sense of community. Yeah, they have the Juggalos. They have a whole family. It's not a fandom. It's much like the rap community, mm-hmm. you know? We're like jugglers. You know, all, all respect to the, I don't listen to y'all music, but, I, you know, I respect that y'all are, you know, are a, ty- a close-knit community of fans. I say we do a theme season, go. a whole fucking juggalo theme season. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, I, the, the epitome of fucking around and finding albums. out, you know? Uh, They're on the schedule. Yeah, one can. of their albums is on the schedule. Oh, great. There you go. I, I heard some of their music because a kid that I went to camp with had the CD and, you know, we would swap CDs a lot. So right. I've heard them before. I haven't, like, sat down and seriously listened to them, though, you know? Oh, yeah, I haven't. I don't know. And I want to I want to fucking I want to mess with the clowns a little bit. I got to be honest. 
clowns are great as a concept. So we'll if I become a fucking be ICP mark, or I guess a juggalo, uh, after all of this, at like hopefully that covers up male crying, you know. Mool's like th- I don't know what's worse. Th- I'm 38 years old at this point. We do the Juggalo album for the first time, ICP, and I become a Juggalo like almost pushing 40. Fuck it. Oh, worst man. things yeah, could that's happen. Dark. That's dark, but uh, yeah, worst things can happen in joining a fandom with a reputation like like it has. Uh, I'll I'll tell them this: Fago Sippers, f- fellow Fago Sippers, Mel's favorite flavor is cotton candy. Fago. There you go. Uh, they got a lot of flavors. This, I, I rock with any brand with that. This many man drinks cotton know? candy Fago while listening to LFO and MOP <laughs> and crying. <laughs> These are the rap critics of the new era, the new age of rap criticism. It's a uh, fuck it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, man. Old rap critics. Look, I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say the I am? The old rap critics, okay. they couldn't fart into the mic or into their articles. Yeah. You know, which is, it's a shame. Um, they couldn't devolve into sophomore banter about homosexual barbers. It's just, they operate in a different space and a space that's uh, quite limiting, if I really think about yeah, it. No. They're mad because Mules and Mel are making their own destiny, all right? Yeah. I'd be mad, too. But, uh, yeah, man. I just sit back and just watch and just get nauseous. Yeah, that's them. Watching rap. Um, Shouts out Big and Pac in here. Of course, because the arrow in, uh, walk around with an empty bottle of Remy Martin starting shit like some 26-year-old skinny carbon. God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> ad-lib that's great come on um yeah i mean there's disses in here there's slurs you know there's so much pop culture being lost to time so throughout much. this album you know i think i talked about it just... a little bit on the eminem show review when he was talking about how could one chandra be so levy like i don't think people remember that case Sandro Bistro? No, uh, Chandra Levy. Oh, Chandra Levy. Yeah, he says it on business on Eminem show. And it was a famous case at the time that was getting a lot of media attention on the news, but it's not something that I feel has endured. Yeah. Kind of like, you remember the... This was like a couple years after Chandra Levy, I guess. The, uh... You know, like the DC sniper, the or DC whatever. sniper, yeah, yeah, that was a thing. There oh were bars God, about the DC sniper, but I was scared. I was like, "Yo, I'm fucking me too." At any time, I could get popped out here. I remember every more like he was on a rampage because there would be mornings I wake up and I go in the kitchen. And my grandpa would be like, "He struck again." I'm like, "Oh my God!" Like, yeah, I mean, they finally got him, but like, I was scared, like, of, to be outside because it's like this guy is around just shooting a people sniper, randomly. so you can't see him. Yeah, that's, you can't. You you won't see that's him. That's the fear, right? Like the thing I remember most about that story was like he shot somebody at like a Home Depot, and so for I was scared of Home Depots, like in the back of my mind Shit. for until uh, now, honestly. Wow, you've <laughs> until offi- now, you've officially gotten over it. 
Well, no, no, I'm saying I'm still afraid. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I still have a little reservation in the back of my mind about Home Depots because, you know, and he would leave those little calling cards, you know. the Yeah, he was wild, bro. At DC there was Santa, that, bro. which you don't hear about him anymore. There was right. Lacey Peterson and Scott Peterson. She went missing. Oh, yeah, he was the husband, but he was like, he killed her a thousand percent. Yeah. You don't hear about that. What do I... Yo, I even forgot her name. Who's the chick that killed her baby 10 years ago or so? Oh, um, uh, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony. Eminem's rapped about her. I think so. Eminem, hold on. I need to look up the lyric. It's, uh, it's very sick, but, you know. Uh, Casey. Bro, oh my God. I just Googled DC Sniper. There is a movie from 2010 called DC Sniper starring... And I mean starring. He's on the front. It's only his name on the front cover. Ken Foray. No way. He's playing the DC Sniper. Holy shit. 2.1 out of 10 stars on IMD. I have to watch this. I am going to watch this. Yeah. I have to. It needs to be seen. It's Ken Foray, a.k.a. the freaking, uh, what was he, uh, Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, he's in Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead legend. Keenan and Kale. Uh, Keenan and Kale daddy. Okay, Devil's Rejects. and of course, Devil's Rejects, the 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 voice you hear behind the iconic rap drop. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let me pull it in. Okay, I have to see this. I was born to see this film now. Uh, folks, here's the classic drop. Roll down red! Yeah, that's oh, I like them! Okay. I was actually thinking of Watch Tyler. film starring Ken Foray. Tyler has oh, a I gotta watch them about Casey Anthony. Um, oh, Tyler the Creator. In an Eminem voice, but Eminem also has a line about her that I found. But Tyler's line is from the Odd Future Tate Part 2. Uh, P is the name of the song. And he says, okay. You know Casey Anthony was handling, dropping her kids off so she could come out and dance with me. That's Tyler. And Eminem on the MMLP2 on Evil Twin says hooray i'm off the hook like casey anthony hey ho i sound like i'm trying to sing the fucking chorus to hip-hop hooray no i'm hollering you got a bottom end like an 808 and i base whether we're fucking off that instead of your face so let your low end race yo tango what you think ho slow dancing or bowling you trying to hold hands with your homie What, you what think? song is this from again? Evil Twin. Oh, that's on uh, LP2. LP2, yep. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there one day. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna read this review of DC Sniper on IMDb real quick. Uh, top review, subject line, Acid to the Eyes. Uh, this is by Shauna Frazier. On January 22nd, 2012, they said... This movie was pig feces sitting in a boiling hot room. I never know you. I never knew you could create an account on IMDb to review movies, but I'm so glad that I opened an account 
just to write about this movie. If I was the director of this, quote, film, I'd be wishing I was a statistic of the actual events. What? Michael J. Fox would have had steadier camera work. Oh, come on. And at least boosted the poor acting qualities of a Samuel L. Jackson wannabe. Get out of here. Don't talk about Ken Verre that way. The worst part is the lowest I can rate this movie is with a one out of ten. I will be forwarding my billing details to Ken Ferre for a refund. Sadly, I may never get back those 20 minutes, the most I could watch of my life. Thank you for your time. He didn't even watch the whole movie. He should slap you across your stupid face. That's what he, I think. Ken I'm watching this. I have never been so sure that I was going to watch a movie. Okay. I have to see this. I'm going to say I don't this. have a choice. This film is starting <laughs> at a six. I can't feel nothing. <laughs> It's called DC Sniper with Ken Foray. He's on the front cover. We were just saying. It's Kenan and Daddy playing the DC Moles Sniper. Moles were afraid of getting sniped at any moment. I was walking to the video <laughs> store like, this could be the last walk I ever you know? I was walking to school. This is like fifth grade. Like, this could be the last walk. You know, Rolling Acres Middle School. I'm like... You know, I'll never get to tell Cora I love her. Like, you know, it could be the end of me. But I was afraid because because the way the story was, he kept like making his way like up the coast, I think, or like down the coast. And I'm like, is he inching towards like the Midwest? Like, is he going to go to the like, you know, Illinois? Because he was mostly like Virginia, Maryland, D.C. Yeah. Like the DMV area. And I'm like, what if he goes this way? That's dude. I was no, thinking I, like he's already in New York. He's already here. You know, he's here and he's like, he's watched like he's got me in his scope right now. And dude, <laughs> I would zigzag when I walked. I would like walk like inconsistently, <laughs> like a car swerving through traffic because I'm like, you gotta make yourself a harder. Yeah, I was like this fucking idiot. Like he's gonna be spending all his time setting up the shot, and I'm gonna keep. Zoom in back and forth. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh you know, God. there's like some 15-year-old kid walking around, zooming, zooming around. There are no damn snipers around. They're probably like, it's this kid on drugs. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a time. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Jesus. Uh yeah, Marshall Mathers. Only other thing I got to say is I'm not saying it's funny to use this word, but my favorite instance of the use of the redacted word on the album is in this verse that it gets censored because I guess he didn't want any legal action. The bad website says it doesn't matter. Your attorney, Fred Gibson's uh, redacted. I got in my, I don't know if this is just my, I mean, I didn't have a clean version, but it was censored in my version. version. Yeah. What you hear is it doesn't matter. Redacted. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just like he just said it. And it's the the funniest thing. I I know what you mean. The way that the edit is placed, where there's just all that silence and then the redacted word, I pop. I pop. I do. (laughs) You have to pop, right? It's funny. I'm sorry. It's funny. Okay. Um, that's the best instance of the word on the album. And we're doing redacted rankings. Okay. Um, only other things. The ad lib after he says ejaculate is funny to me. Um, the ad lib where he's like, I can finally go to my girlfriend's house or whatever. And he's like, Hey, it's <laughs> always funny. Um, there's another ad lib where he's like, Hey, it's me. Like, it's just, I, I like this record a lot. There's a lot of little treats and Easter eggs in here. Um, 
we talked about when um Dagon Sane is crazy was on, like the double XL, double XL, like that's in there. It's just a very flippant and conversational record, and I appreciate it. So yeah, that's all I got. Um cool. Hoo-wee. All right, you want to move on? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I guess. <laughs> we must, right? We must. Okay. Track 12, Ken Kniff. This is a skiff uh, produced by Dr. Dre and Mailman 7 Plus. A flat six. Oh, come on, So man. here's the thing. First of all, I have no beef with Shaggy 2 Dope or Violent J. I don't understand this beef. <laughs> Me either. Okay. Secondly, I'm amused by the idea of this Ken Kniff character. Okay. I've joked with Mel and other friends about Ken Kniff. However, we're Ken rating Kniff. we're rating this stuff on enjoyment, right? Mm-hmm. I actually don't like to hear it's like here, violent gay, like suck my dick. I don't want to hear like the slurping. It's just not enjoyable. The d- design is very visceral. It's very sound designed for sure. Um, <laughs> This shit's like Dolby surround sound. You know, this is post-2001. So we got that Dre, the new fidelity of rap. We talked about that. That THX. On the review. Yeah, we, we opened up Just and to he hear made rap that much louder. You know, he changed the yeah. standard of mixing with that album. And, you know, this is the best mixed blowjob I've ever heard. However, <laughs> I don't actually enjoy listening to this. When I'm driving around, I'm embarrassed. When I'm... Oh, by the way, guys, someone hit my car. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show. Someone hit my car. Oh, no. So my driving around days are over for a short while, but I do have monitors. Oh. So we still get the, you know, the playing it out in the open experience. Right. You know, uh, we'll, so you're male in season six. No, because you, know? you, you didn't have the monitors. I didn't have the monitors. That's true. I had the headphones, right? I won't need... I have monitors and headphones. I won't need any special audits, but... Yeah, I only got, like, two car listens in on this. and then I'm going to just go ahead and say it, because it's the Marshall Mathers LV, and we've been talking about the erotic barber and everything. I admit, at least one time this week listening to this, I got slightly aroused. Jesus But it's because Christ. of the fidelity. It's because of the... It's very in your ears. I mean, and it reminds me of certain scenes I've seen. Okay, right. what can Listen, I say? folks, I don't want to hear this. That's ultimately what it comes down to. It's kind of funny. It's... I'm not... I'm not it's a, a very funny I'm not offended. In all of its homophobia. I'm not offended. It's kind of funny. Um, but <laughs> listening to it feels like a whole other story. You know? I don't blame you. I don't, I don't want my neighbors you. hearing this. Like, I don't want to be driving around listening to this. Look, <laughs> this might be one of those records for me. It's not even a record skit, but this might be one of the tracks on the album where it's like, okay, I'm not 15 anymore. I'm not 13. I don't need to hear this. I appreciated the disses. I appreciated. That I was slightly aroused. <laughs> oh, Shaggy. That's why they call you too dope, ain't it? <laughs> violent J. Oh, no, mighty. This Don't man's going back it. to back crying during the LFO and MOP <laughs> song and then talking about being aroused by Ken Kniff. 
I'm something else, like, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> Look, man, I mean, I'm laughing at it. Give it back to Shaggy. He was sucking it better. <laughs> and I love how upset he gets when they say, say my name, Eminem. It's like, what? Oh, fuck you guys. G- give me my dick back. If you want Eminem, you can have Eminem. <laughs> it's funny. Nice going, Shaggy. <laughs> oh, the nice going, Shaggy is real funny. But oh god look, look i just don't want to hear man. the blowjob is that okay is that fine i don't blame you because i don't be wanting to hear the sex skits on like the big album and the, you know like i get it but something this is funny to me it's very funny i guess it's more uh, gross than funny for me okay i don't blame you well you know i have a fan now they know that mel cries to lfo and gets erect to king kniff skits um you want to move on? If we must. All right. Track 13, Drug Ballad, featuring Dina Ray, produced by the Bass Brothers and Eminem. The classic Track 13 featuring Dina Ray. <laughs> uh, I'm, look, man, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to let you down with this, but I made a swap. Six plus. Wait, what's a, what is a swap? You don't want to give the Remember album a certain rating, up. so you change the rating of another song? No, 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 no. Because this rating is going to be the same. I, I put Remember Me over and I dropped Drug Ballad back down. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm, hey, man. It's ridiculous. I had to be honest with myself. It's ridiculous. I really only like the beat of Drug Ballad. That's what I had to come to terms with. I don't actually want to hear the content like that. Ridiculous statement. Eight minus. Sting I'm me, sorry. baby. Wow. All right. I'm guessing the tempo man. The tempo man's in the building. The funky man's in the building. The uh, the man himself is in the building. Okay. First of all, we know about Dino Ray. If you're a real Eminem fan, we love Dino Ray. Okay, so that's first and foremost. And this beat is amazing. I love the beats. The beats. I love where it goes. It's almost like. Gravel pit in space. Mm-hmm. I really like this. Now the chorus, money, the beat, money, Eminem on the here. Chorus is money to you? What's that? Is it the chorus? Is oh money yeah, to you? go no. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking because every time I try to go, we yeah. These drugs really got a hold on me. You know, me to rhyme with sleeve. Or may stay. Ron would stay. But I gotta stay. These drugs really gotta hold on May. <laughs> it's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. <laughs> right, yeah. You know. It's just... I like his flows a lot on the verses. I love the like um the like pilot to co pilot thing. Okay. You know, he's in space. Earth calling, pilot to co pilot, looking for intelligent life. There's no sign of it. <laughs> or looking for intelligent or something on this planet. There's no sign of it. You know, there's a chance that maybe this dropped because I've been on a cleanse for a month from caffeine and smut. So like, I didn't want to hear tales about like being on a bender. Right. And I like the, maybe, I like how the music the changes happens. with the, you know, the piano coming in. Uh huh. Yeah. While he's like descending. Yeah, as the right, the descent happens, right. 
Yeah, I mean, this it's is a cleverly really good constructed piece of music record. to me. Like, I wish almost there were more songs on the out. Like, to me, this is a song. Remember me ain't no song. Right. <laughs> it's not. This kind of feels like the. I mean, I think I like Square Dance. This reminds me like this feels like the Square Dance of the album. Uh, it's the Superman yeah. of the album because Dina Ray, you know. Uh, Dino. Square Dance is an aggressive rap record. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, I just. I mean, I do like how it ends. I mean, this is a good point about just you know generations you know before i know it uh you know um when it's all when it, before but when it's all said and done i'll be 40 before i know it with a 40 on the porch telling stories with a bottle of jack two grandkids in my lap babysitting for Haley while Haley's out getting smashed you know because it's like that's culture you know all the kids the show that they, they euphoria they always watch the, all they do is drugs and sex you know it's like yeah i mean i get the concept of the record i've had drug ballad-esque moments in my life Maybe once I relapse, I like this again because I thought this was gonna be a seven minus, like it's been for a while. But oh, no, nah, this is a this is a classic to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of the beat. Sometimes I guess I just start not sometimes. I mean, throughout the whole week. What was the Dina Ray record on Encore? What was track thirteen? Because at some point they broke that tradition. Encore. Uh, no, that was just lose it. That was track thirteen on encore. Yeah, you really put that that far deep into the track list. It was okay. It was a so weird era for him, man. Dina Ray just ended up being a trilogy. Yeah, it doesn't appear she was a part of the personnel of encore. Um, sorry, Dina. Uh, Cam, if you're listening, I would still like, despite this being a six plus, I would still like to see the bud dancing to Drug Valley. Oh, she has a feature on both D12 albums as well. Ah, okay. Let me, what's she look like? Dina Ray. Dina Ray. Ooh. Looks like an Italian MILF from Long Island. (laughs) Whoa. I, 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 I'm gonna put it this way: I wouldn't say no. All right. Mel, you wouldn't say no to Ken Kniff, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good point. Good now point. we just yeah, fucking yeah. everything, you know. <laughs> now we crying everything. Now we fucking everything. I fuck anything that walks. All right, and Marshall Mathers said it. Slim Shady told me to do it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, look, um, could it go back up one day? It's very possible. We know about but it. Yeah. Six plus. This man swapped uh, ratings. In final hours, it's what happened. Final like, Because here's the thing. For years, I didn't like Drug Ballad. It was around 2017 I came around on Drug Ballad, and it's been a seven minus for that amount of time. And then this week, it dropped back down. So, yeah. Uh, it's the closest thing to like a dance record on here. You know, I, I also noted the beat, you know, with it, with it being a drug record, you say the descent. Uh, I, it's a descent and also kind of an escalation. Yes, yes. And I feel like it kind of mirrors like when you're on drugs and your heart starts beating, mm-hmm. you know, and like you're frantic and you're like pacing and looking around. Like, yeah, it's very that's what that always like felt anxiety like. inducing. 
Yeah. So, you know. Uh, that's all I got, though. That's all I got. Um, you want to move on? Yeah, but escalate to your descent sounds like something like they would say, like, Damien Priest, <laughs> this is your new catchphrase <laughs> in modern-day yeah. WWE. That does sound like some, some rest, like, dark wrestler character catchphrase. Escalate to your descent. In this Sunday at Survivor Series, I'm going to escalate to your descent. You know, everybody's in the crowd like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is fake. We don't care. And we're, we're very bored. We're extremely bored. Yeah. Sitting on our hands here. Give us something. Gotta have better catchphrases than that, pal. You know. Anyway, uh, the Damian Priests and Alistair Blacks and of the world. I'm always rooting for the dark character, but you gotta be more than just be dark. Um, Give us something, man. Anyway. Tell us a fucking story for once. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Speaking of stories and, and darkness, you want to move on? Hell yeah. Track 14, Amityville, featuring Bazaar, produced by the Bass Brothers. Uh, no, bass, bass, well, how have I been saying it? Bass? Yeah. yeah, Bass Brothers and Eminem. Uh, seven minus. Seven plus. Ding me, baby. Uh, I mean, I'm a little biased, you know. I grew up on Long Island. I went to that Amityville several times, sometimes just to go to the house and look at right. it. You know, you go there, it's lore, you know. You like the horror movies, mm-hmm. and you grow up on Long Island. You got to know about that Amityville, all the different versions. And yeah. look, mentally ill from Amityville. I had to pop for this. Mentally Plus, ill from Amityville. This yeah. is this is as far as the chorus goes. This is my remember me, <laughs> right? Because I can relate well, to. I it. like both of those. So yeah, you know, I could truly relate. Mm-hmm. And Bizarre, <laughs> out of all the guys in D12, he's my favorite, outside of Eminem, of course. But Well, I'm glad you said that, because on certain internet spaces and like certain literal stand communities, the original stands, he seems to be a polarizing figure. Well, he's arguably like more controversial than Eminem and his subject than matter. Than Eminem, yeah. Which and I've rules. seen the complaints. It's like, oh, he just says this gross stuff just to say it. Like, we don't want to hear. But I'm like, I thought no, y'all were like Slim Shady He's fans. bizarre. That's the whole gimmick. Right. His name's, but I wrote in my notes, I mean, his name's bizarre. <laughs> so when he says, I fucked my cousin in the asshole, slit my mother's throat. Guess who Slim Shady just signed the inner scope. Such He's an amazing opening name. line, dude. <laughs> you, you know? I look for my, my little sister's birthday. She'll remember me for a gift I had 10 of my boys take her virginity. It's like, yeah, that's shocking. But that's what he does. Yes. Bizarre okay. is the only other member of D12 that has the ability to bring that kind of energy that M is able to bring. So I like okay. that he was just soloed on here because I'm a D12 fan. I like everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to highlight one member... Bizarre to me is the star. Got it. He's low key worked with like a lot of really dope producers and other artists and stuff as well on his solo albums. 
Yeah, they be talking about him like he's a scrub or yeah, something. They don't know shit. Like, Bizarre rules. But again, people don't like is like is a big fat dude talking about nasty shit and people Yeah, are, that's great. Like it's not cool. It's not like you can't play the like Ugh. you can't play honestly never mind and then jump on and listen to Blue Cheese and Coney Islands by Bizarre. Well that's by design. There's if you take yourself like, you too know? seriously or you think you're too cool, you're not going to want to hear this shit. But that's just not me, man. It's not me either, okay? I've always been, since I think probably the first time, first time I heard D12 was Purple Pills on the radio. And I think I realized I like Bizarre from my band. That was the first time I think I realized, like, okay, that's his name, that's this guy. You know, from seeing the video, he's the goofball. I've always liked Bizarre in a group. He's the goofball in a group right. with Eminem. This guy is the comic relief. This guy is you the know goofball. that says something. You know, I have to like him. I'm goofy male. You know, I, I mean, yeah, listen I, I between the horror core horror movie elements, between that Amityville, you know, those Long Island references I pop for. We got Bizarre soloed out on here. We got M. Just doing what he's been doing throughout the whole album. This is a this is a, somehow leaning even more into like the slim shady yeah. thing because it's Amityville. This is a strong seven mm-hmm. plus for me. I, feel I like, have to stop I myself mean, from being a mark and giving it an eight minus. <laughs> wow, I um seven minus for me because really the 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 main draw of the beat to me or of the song to me is the beat. I'm a big fan. Bah, bah. I was humming it all week. It's one of the standout beats on here. Um, I got some hip hop blast for me, and this is the last time I'll have to play this guy tonight. Before um, you do that, first time I ever heard this song. Uh, just to really damper the mood. Oh man, okay. Uh, abandon all hope. Uh, all ye who expect a one part episode. Oh yeah, no. You're probably listening to part two right now. <laughs> yeah. Probably. But, hey, what are you going to do, you know? It's the Marshall Mathers LP. Um, it is the Marshall Mathers LP. That's what we're reviewing. Yes. That, that's what we're doing. So I've heard it, you know. I mean, it look, it's all aftermath. 50 Cent... Uh, freaking Eminem. What kind of agenda is being pushed? You know, no agenda. I think it's just you know these are hip hop titans and, and things could go long. Hey, Outcast right. went long when we did Equimini. Yeah, they were on La Face. Um, yeah, La Face. Who else went long? Tupac was on Death Row. All Eyes on Me. That went long, but it was All a double disc album. Yep. Famously, take we, care. We split that up because it was a double disc. Yeah, take care went long. Yeah, but we do this. Y'all know this. You know, they all okay, go long if do. you think about it. When you compare yeah, them to long. the other people, I mean, shit, they're all long. You know, eight hours, nine hours, ten. What's the difference? You know, not Anthony Fantano coming in for a dark match, working 15 minutes at most, maybe 10 usually. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's two-parter. But, uh, yeah, um, I brought this in because I didn't actually know he was just outright rapping on this. 
until I until I uh, found out because this uh, we found this out this was yeah uh, this was from Hamilton's very first album from the desk of from like before he was ever known. I've by never anyone. heard this. I've heard of it, of course, but oh, you never heard from the desk. Of. I didn't want to. You didn't miss anything. I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't really like a lot of his early stuff. Because it's, you know, it's rudimentary. Anything it's that was, like, amateurs. labeled as pre-Pink Lava Lamp, I was really averse to wanting to listen to. Anything with those splashy symbols. Like, no. <laughs> or uh, splashy symbols. Um, it's like the, not just splashy symbols, but it has the fade in. Yes. The reverse symbol into the splash of the symbol. Exactly. You know. What was the song yeah. Living on a Limit? Was that pre-Pink Lava Lamp? Yeah, it was the, around the same era. Okay, you know, like the binge volume one. That's and, like around the era I can tolerate onward from. Yeah. Um, and then the Reaper series is my cutoff. Anything after that, I refuse. <laughs> Julian Dunn knows what we're talking about, but uh, yeah, this is from from the desk of. Um, he just outright outright rapped on Amityville, so. Um, I don't think he flipped it, but yeah, here it is. Uh, this song is called Scab, and it was the first time I heard this beat. So here you go. Said I'm too white for blacks, too black for white, so it sucked trying to find some clothes to wear. And it wasn't any better when I went to a school where you were told what you're supposed to wear. So they all made jokes and I couldn't respond because, well, I'm not supposed to swear. He said I was a fag, lose my mind when they beat my ass. Man, I was prone to fear. The next day in class, I would come in with... That's all you need to hear. But yeah, that was, I thought, you know, it was an original, just like early Charles beat. And I'm like, oh man, this is so not Charles. This is one of his idols, Eminem. So, um, yeah. The funny thing about early career Charles is he just sounds like a rapper. <laughs> and you'd have no idea that he's probably one of the most countercultural rappers of all time. But, you know, is what it is. Uh, yeah, big fan of the beat. You gotta like Amityville as a concept. If you're into that horror, uh, you gotta respect Bizarre. You gotta like some of these deranged lines from Eminem: "Get lifted, spin till I'm half twisted, feet planted, and stand with a grin full of chap lipstick." That's that's that that's that good psychosis, you know. Um, yeah, that's 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 this record for me. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah, shout out to the Amityville franchise. Shout out to it. Um, fun fact. I think I've never seen any either of them. I don't think. Oh, there's more than two. More than two? Yeah, there's... There's a 79 So one. there's an original trilogy. Amityville Horror, Amityville 2, and then Amityville 3D... Yeah. Then there's four other sequels that are they don't take place yeah, see them. on Long Island. Yeah. They move the series to LA. 
Right, okay. And then there's four there. There's one of them that's actually really good. Dollhouse, I think it's called. Amityville Dollhouse. Yeah, 96. 96, yeah. Might have even been a TV movie, but I like it. Um, There's some cool visuals in that. And then, essentially, what people realized was you can't really copyright Amityville. It's a place. It's a real place. So, I mean, there's dozens of movies that are just like, the Amityville COVID, the Amityville Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. I see him. <laughs> There's just a bajillion fake Amityville movies now. I like the remake with Ryan Reynolds from like 05. In 2005. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I actually like yeah, that's it. That's why I said either because I know the original and then there was the flat yes, out Yes, there was a remake, which I think happens to be a good remake. Okay. If you're not like repulsed by Ryan Reynolds and you can stomach him in a movie, it's a good movie, I thought. Oh, Chloe Grace Moretz is in this. Yeah, as okay. a kid, Mel, relax. Oh, okay. Right, right, it was 05, right, okay. Sorry, sorry, I, I was I was thinking of current Chloe, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um... I just remember seeing the trailers for the remake and thinking it was scary. Looks scary. Yeah. You know, as Donkey would say, oh, that's too scary. I, yeah, you know, I was a scaredy cat. I couldn't be watching this stuff. You know, it was, it was around that Emily Rose era, too. So I was, uh, out, that was PG 13. I don't think that, maybe the Amityville remake was PG 13, too. Um, it, uh, no, it was rated R. Okay. It was R. Anyway. I'm Jewish. That Emily Rose didn't scare me. <laughs> that's why we don't call it Detroit we call it Amityville yeah so, uh, want to move on yeah I mean uh, the sun, uh, <laughs> you know yeah I do uh, track 15 Bitch Please 2 featuring Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg and Exhibit produced by Dr. Dre and Melman. I'm sorry to say flat 6 wow <laughs> controversial for sure hmm Let's go ahead and issue a rating here, a rating of which can only be described as a respectable rating, a rating that can restore honor to the West, a rating that is reflective of a life lived, eight minus, dang me baby. <laughs> okay. Um... What's wrong? You you, you didn't like the Chronic two thousand one? We got more, we got more of them vibes on here, you know. I did like the Chronic two thousand one, but this is not Marshall Mathers LP to me. Okay, you're basically like, like it feels like an outlier. Yeah, okay, I feel you because it is basically something that you, it was off a Snoop album originally. It sounds like something from the two thousand one sessions. Same players yeah. involved, of course. I mean, we have the original records, basically the same record. You could play a little bit of it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's pull it in. Uh, let's see. Now, the original record, I would give a flat seven. Okay, let's see. Is this. Yeah, here we go. All right, this is the original record. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Exhibit, and the, 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 the usual cast of characters. Here we go. Yeah, trying to bring your ass to the table, y'all. It's X to the Z exhibit. 
Mel. Oh, well, that's next week. Oh, man. Yeah. That is next week. Uh, foreshadowing style. Um, that, was, that was all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we got F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S on a DJ Clue tape. Oh, fabulous. We don't hear from him much on this show. Thank God. Um... <laughs> We have a bitch please freestyle from Mr. Please Believe It, Believe It, Please. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, DJ Clue, Desert Storm, Scott the Animal, Desert Storm Mixtape, 0-4 shit, y'all, when animals attack, you know what I mean? Fabulous, Joe Button, Paul Kane, 18, Stack Bundles, DJ Envy, Tara, you know what I mean? Block Entertainment, Death Storm, on top, presidential, you see it, come on y'all. Um, These niggas can't be yeah. serious. Um, Who they think they fucking yeah. with, man? Um, Your boy is back. Yeah. Let's get um, it poppin'. Nigga, you can't smell me. Uh-uh. I'm right under your nose. Uh-uh. You better keep the bulletproof tights under your clothes. Yeah. I keep a 40 cal with the light under the nose. Yeah. Well known to those who put white under their nose. Ooh. Chump like you uh-uh. might run to the polls. Uh-uh. While I'm overseas with them white London CEOs. The game I'm saying is basic. Uh-huh. When I call, they run to the phone like they in the matrix. Bitch, please. You digging an asshole. Struggling to get a cell figures to pass gold. I'm waiting for the nigga to spass so yeah. I can put a hole in his head as big as Fabulous, y'all. Yeah. Uh, two things. One, oh, technically three. One, that intro with the growling animal. Oh, it's all over that tape. Okay, because scat the animal, I, I presume. No, it's just um, when animals, animals attack. attack. It's yeah. a various artist tape. Got it. Okay, well, when he said scat the animal... That transitions into the third thing. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, on this record, bitch, please, too, when Snoop says, you shit on these niggas two times, Dr. Dre? When he said that, I thought of Dr. Dre as like a scat performer. Oh, God. <laughs> like an entertainer in that realm, but he does scat. Not talking about the scat man either. No, I'm talking about Dr. Dre shitting on people. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And Snoop like weeding off the like VHS because this would have been VHS porn back then. It's like, damn, you shit on these niggas two times, Dr. Dre. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know the corners of the internet mail hangs out in. Um, 
yeah uh yeah this just it felt kind of out of place uh snoop dog and i this feels so weird to say and i believe it's a stylistic choice but this is one of the few times where it felt like like he didn't know what he was trying to do like he sounded kind of who's that confused snoop ah his flow on here but i think it was a gimmick because he was like because when the first i'm like is snoop just like talking on here like what he's doing he's like you know got about 50 guns and i love them all the same bang bang damn baby girl what's your name i forgot what you say it was damn my nigga buzz and i'm like okay he's buzz that's why he's it's rapping the, like yeah this. it's the gimmick of the verse right because at first i'm like snoop um off his game you know, like I've never heard him not be a flowing ass dude. You know, look, all I can it say was like about a very... this, the reason it gets the eight minus, whereas the original is a seven for me. Mm-hmm. They save the best for last on here. I think M kills the shit. M's being M. You know, I ain't got no problem with Eminem rapping on this album. <laughs> Thankfully, it's his album. You know, but like uh... I said up top, there's no whack verses from him throughout the entire album. That much can be said concretely there might be beats you don't like there might be choruses you don't enjoy i don't think he didn't give a hundred percent on any of the verses yeah i mean he's this is prime eminem you're not gonna get a bad verse from eminem okay so yeah Uh, i have to ask what's what's your beef with bitch please too like i said it feels out of place um, I feel like this is kind of like a throwaway Dr. Dre beat. Like, there's nothing really all that great about it to me. It's like a dime a dozen, you know? Like, it's like, all right, yeah, it sounds like a Dr. Dre beat. Um, lots of people on it. I don't think I need to hear from it. I, I like Exhibit. I don't need all these people on the record. It, it Maybe if it was just an Eminem record, <laughs> you know? It's maybe it's a remake of being, another record, though. You know, it's a remix, basically. Right, but it feels like it should be, and it is on a different album. Yeah, you know, like, but I get why they put it on here because it's a lot of famous. Yeah, and you want to continue to drive home the Dr. Dre Eminem relationship affiliation, and right. you know, yeah, we haven't so. really heard them together on a record yet on here. Right, so you kind of have to just you know, shoehorn so. it. I feel you though; it doesn't really fit with the overall feel of the album but i could say the same for remember me i think the thing with remember me is it has that sort of whacked out zany it's a little more horror core i guess Mm -hmm. but beat wise it feels in a similar lane as this one to me um okay well this is you know it's a typical sort of yeah you're right like uh Nothing remarkable about this beat. It's good though. It's uh yeah, it's a Dr. Dre beat. Um it's not bad, it's just there. And uh yeah. <laughs> that's my beef, if there is a beef. But yeah. And that's all I got on that. So Well we can move on uh, to a song that should be very <laughs> easy to talk about. Well, it's funny you say that because I don't really have much to say about it, oddly enough. But yeah, here we go. Track 16, Kim, produced by the Bass Brothers. 
Oh man, hopefully this doesn't uh bar me from ever getting coochie in my life or put me on some sort of incel watch list or uh they confuse me for a men's rights activist or anything of that nature. But folks, flat seven. They're probably going to be mad at me for this one. Really? They're probably going to be mad at my rating. Six plus. Okay. I don't think they're going to be mad. I think they're going to be more mad at me in this day and age. Okay. Maybe. I think that unless they say, oh, Mules just gave it a six plus because he really likes it, but he wants to like... Well, be on the right side of history. I don't really. Mules wouldn't do that. I don't care. And I've been giving songs like eights and nines where he uses the F word for gay people flippantly. You know, it, right. This it's kind of too late to verse. This is not the album where I'm trying to make a. No album is, but this is definitely not the album <laughs> where I try to make a case for myself as a good human being. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's as simple as this, folks. I can actually simply explain myself, oddly enough, even though I was joking early on, like, this should be easy to talk about. It is rather simple. What are your thoughts, Mel? Well, my thoughts are simple, too. I mean, it's an audio spectacle. Mm-hmm. It was always deep, not deep, but like one of the, if not the most controversial record on the album. It's very violent. There's really no redeeming factor about it. Um, But it's that train wreck. You can't look the storytelling. I'm not saying it's on the level of Stan, but the, the performance more than the storytelling. I mean, it's so raw. It's performance based. I don't think it's as, you know, storytelling is like Stan, obviously, which lays out a whole narrative. This is a scene. You know, I'm, I think I can say with confidence I've never felt a connection to this record in terms of, yeah, I've, I remember feeling exactly like that. You know, it's not something I would ever do, obviously, you know, but it's just like, and I mean, we got an explanation from Eminem in part one, you know, reminder, you know, he played the song for Kim. She's heard it. Mm-hmm. His goal, I guess, was to make a twisted love song. So I think he's aware that it's very toxic in in its attitude towards her and his idea of love on the record. This very possessive, controlling, manipulative, contradictory Abusive, mind game. Potentially homicidal. Uh, yeah. Definitely homicidal, not even potentially. But, I mean, you can't argue with, bleed, bitch, bleed. Okay, like, the, he kills her. Uh, <laughs> but... That's just the thing. I mean, ask somebody, how many records have you heard like this? You know, it's like. Look, no, there I'm was no medical like, examiner. All you got to do is scream on a record to get a seven. They, That's they not what I'm saying. They didn't pronounce anyone dead at the scene. She may still be with us for all we know. Well, there you go. Well, technically not right, because, maybe. you know, if you're looking at the lore of this song within his catalog, it's a prequel record to 97 Bonnie and Clyde. Oh right, yeah. So she's 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 gone. She is dead, uh, thousand percent dead. dead. Yeah, but um, my my thoughts are very simple. Look, actually, tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts. The performance is amazing, which is why I give it a six plus. 
Like, I don't dislike that about it. I respect the record. What he's trying to do with it and how he was able to convey it, it works on that level. But I'm not rating technical perfection here. I'm rating my enjoyment of things. And just like the blowjob right. a little bit earlier, <laughs> I can't, I, like, I, I have to lower this when it comes on. I don't want my neighbors hearing this. I don't want people hearing mm-hmm. it coming out of the car. Mm-hmm. You know, I like my girlfriend knows this album pretty Same. well. I don't care if she hears this. She'll, she'll probably start rapping along to it. But <laughs> I just don't enjoy listening to this record. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And I guess that's the aim. And you can say, Mules, you recommended that fucked up French movie to Daniel. That movie doesn't make you feel good. Yeah, I don't I don't go to songs to feel this way, though. Fair. It's fair. Different mediums. Yeah, it's you know? not the same medium to me. I, It's the same in the sense that I respect both a filmmaker and a musician slash songwriter's right to fictionalize things and sensationalize things. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to personally enjoy hearing this in my ears. The screaming, it's just a bit too much. The yelling, I'm just, you know, I'm, uh, let's be nice to each other, okay? Okay. No, I mean... I'm, I I'm should, just rating on enjoyment. That's how we do the show, right? That's how we do the you show. You want my opinion... You'd be mad at Mules for not enjoying him. You want my opinion as, like, from, like, a technical standpoint, like, sound design, performance, etc. It's like a 9, 9.5. It's one of the cleanest yelling mixes I've ever heard in my life. So that's an accomplishment. And it, and it succeeds in like being visceral enough to make me say, like, I don't enjoy this. I'm like turned off by this, you know, um, no. the chorus. I go between like, is this actually like an amazing chorus or is this kind of like a whiny emo I like it's whiny it's definitely whiny I like it though (laughs) you know I women I don't need to tell you but if a guy's singing this run away yeah I mean I'm just I find the record somewhat off-putting and even if that's the point that doesn't translate necessarily to enjoyment in this medium that's my thoughts can't blame you for that can't fault moves for that um I should say, too, that this is not a record that I play outside of the album. It works within the album. Yeah. Like, if this song had just, like, come out by itself, I don't I don't know if I'd feel the same way. But we've 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 gotten an established character by this point, not just in the album in his career. You know, you know, I feel like if this was on his first album, it might have really been too far. You know, because like it's a first impression, but I mean, I mean the subject matter is there, but the performance and like the anger is not present on that album at all, the way that it is here. You know, um, look, of course you should never act this way, okay? Um, you should not be in a relationship like this, behave this way in a relationship. But yeah, look, it comes down to. The performance it's an excellent performance i, res- I respect repulsive i respect material. the record enough to say like if you enjoy this record 
I don't think I, you're a piece I don't, of shit. I, you know, yeah, I'm like, not judging you in any way. I don't think you're complicit in any sort of hatred of women or anything like that. But don't bust my balls for not wanting to hear this shit. It's not enjoyable for me to know. listen to. That's all that it comes down to. I, mean, I respect it for what it is. Yeah. It's like... I mean, there's like the moments in the song where it's like, you know... Fuck you, asshole. Yeah, bite me. Kim, Kim, why don't you like me? <laughs> you know, it's like that sort of maniacal. He's committed, bro. I mean, I mean, if you've noticed like by now, though, I didn't enjoy We Cry Together, even though I eventually it got over and it's way less crazy than this. Yeah, um, nobody gets murdered. They actually end with sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so that eventually yeah. got over for me on that album. But initially, I didn't love that song on the first listen. Uh, Domestic Violence by RZA. It's like kind of the same thing. Like, I get it, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, in Toxic Relationship Records rankings, you know, you rank We Cry Together over Kim. Even though Kim is a better performance, I think. I like both performances. Um, I, I'm not ready to make that judgment what performance is better. Or I, at least, um, like, it's more affecting to me as opposed to just, like, feeling like a performance. Right. This is um, unnerving. It's unnerving. I mean, you feel like you're... <laughs> oh, and dude, the choking sounds, right? Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear a woman being choked. I I don't want to hear the screaming. You hear Kim at the mercy of this unhinged man, clearly. And you you, you root for her because you want her to get away when he's like, you know, remember that time we went to Brian's party and you were like so drunk that you threw up all over Archie? That was funny, wasn't it? That was funny, wasn't it? You know, it's like... (laughs) And when she (laughs) briefly gets away... Right. Where you going? Like, get back here. You can't run from me, Kim. You know, like, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's a movie, all right? It's but audio cinema. I don't blame for, you for, for not. Real, but it's just... Uh, yeah. I don't want to see this. Women, uh, Mel, Mel, uh, you mean, I guess you would just have to date me to know for sure, but when I tell you this, believe me, Mel, Mel ain't trying to pull no Kims, okay? But I do like the record as a piece of art okay he likes he likes kim he likes guilty until proven innocent okay stop no let's not do this all right because i must i remind y'all i don't like r kelly so there you go all right um i do like him on that record (laughs) so Folks, Kim, all right, you know it, you know the record, you know the controversy. Mel likes it, Mules doesn't like it. I think we both make points, okay? I don't think either of us feel strongly in our ratings. No, though. I mean, it's a flat seven. I I feel like you could press me more if I gave it like an eight or like a nine. It's like, uh, you like this a lot? You love it? You know, but it's not, I, I like it for what it is. That's that flat seven. I appreciate what he was going for, and I think he nailed it. But because of the content, I don't ever see myself liking this a lot. Right. It just doesn't have that kind of mileage for me. And yes, so. I gave Kill You a nine, but it's funny. Yeah. It's a routine. <laughs> you know, it's a routine. There you go. 
So, you want to move on? I'd say so. I think that would be a responsible thing to do to our listening public and our sponsors and everything like that. Hey, speaking of responsible things to do, hey, don't give Eminem any grief for this either anymore, folks. He doesn't perform this song anymore. He grew up, you know, like he he doesn't do this. He doesn't do any of the mom disses, you know, like he's a different person now. All right. So that's right. I do these songs now. You can catch me three times a week (laughs) at uh, the Palms in Las Vegas. The Mathers LP cover. The Mathers LP. Okay, I have a Vegas residency. I do all the songs he won't do anymore. <laughs> With all the slurs intact. Oh my god, the slurs. I'm I'm telling you, they love the slurs. <laughs> the best the best slur reenactments you've ever heard. So Folks, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I'm repeating <laughs> lines that were written before by another man. Oh man. Alright. All right, let's keep going here. Um, track 17, Under the Influence, featuring D12, produced by the Bass Brothers and Eminem. Uh, six plus. Flat seven. Ding me, baby. Another, I'm not running on empty. Another slim record. This time he's got all of D12 on here. This feels like he's goofing around. More so than like, this feels like, not filler, but it's like, we've gotten enough of this so far on the album where this feels like one song too many. Like, interesting. And this hook, while catchy to me, is kind of juvenile in a bad way. Okay. (laughs) You know, like, it feels like, you know, you know you don't like this you can suck my dick i was high when i wrote it it's like well you were high already we did drug ballet we did it's either supposed to be like an arabic or like a hebrew sounding yeah accent you know he's just like he's goofing off yeah you know it just it it feels like it could have been left we got another bizarre verse on here you know we love him we love him folks you gotta love bizarre gotta love bizarre (laughs) <laughs> Tracking my dick off in a bed of barbed wire. <laughs> I, I, I laughed out loud. As soon as I'm hired, I'm fired. <laughs> That's funny to me. Um, hey, it's bizarre performing. Bitch, you didn't read the flyer. The special invited guest would be Richard Pryor. You know, uh, you gotta love him, Peoria legend. Uh, aren't you a male dancer? No, bitch, I'm retired. <laughs> All right, come on. You know, come on. You gotta appreciate. Bizarre. Dude, he said um, some bitch asked for my autograph. I called her a whore, spit beer in her face, and laughed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, come on, you know? Come on. It's it's bizarre, all right? You know this. Stop acting like you don't know what's going on. And, and listen, right? I highlight bizarre. No one in D12 is whack to me. They're just more meat and potatoes for the most part. Mm-hmm. It It doesn't help either that, like, I feel like this baseline is similar to me to I'm back and like another one on the song. It feels like a the baseline like is similar to I'm back. Wow, great call. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It just felt like I feel like I've heard the song already, this album, you know? Like Yeah. You know, Same that, sort of I'm deal. back. I'm back. Yeah. You know? This is a little faster in tempo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little faster. 
has more people. It's a D12 record, basically. Yeah. And I'm not mad at any of the verses. It just feels like musically we've been in this territory already. Um, Content-wise, we've been here already. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just, let's be zany, you know? Oh, uh, so the six plus verse two, Swifty, uh, Swifty McVeigh, when he says, I'm an instigator, that was sampled mm -hmm. on the D12 Devil's Night album. Uh, it's in the folder. I see. Instigator. Oh, yeah. They made a whole record around that line. Let's uh, pull it up here. Uh, instigator. Here we go. Devil's Night. Uh, here's the uh, record Instigator. Nigga, can't you see? Ain't nobody worse than me. I'll be the first to be, first to squeeze. Take heed to the words I speak. Nigga, can't you see? Ain't nobody worse than me. I'll be the first to be, first to squeeze till it hurts to breathe. Fuck with me. I love getting shit started. I instigate a peace talking to a beef talking to police. Need chalk to chalk you up. Have bitches walking up, smacking you in your face, screaming that you talk too much. Tell women you said you fucked them. Tell the hardest nigga you said you snuck them. Ran his pockets and stuck them. Till they gather in front of your crib, guns and long clips. Laughing when they shoot at you over the wall. Shit, I lock down your block with lies. I like, I've always liked the word instigator. Because you, we all know a person <laughs> that, like, is an instigator. I feel like this new era of social media, we got more instigators than oh ever. Lots of things pop off that don't need to pop off, but somebody was instigating. Yeah. You know? So. So, yeah, they built that record around that one line from Under the Influence. An instigator. You know? Yeah, it's an album cut. It really is, but yeah. I enjoy it because it's in the spirit of Slim Shady. I'm a D12 guy. This is an easy layup for me, but I get not liking it. It's not essential. Or Yeah, it, there it is. Not essential. There you go. So, you know, six plus. Also, coming five, after seven. Kim is an interesting decision. Yeah, not that the album like... should have ended on Kim. But we could have gone straight from Kim to criminal instead of to criminal. It would have been on topic too. If you just murder somebody, honestly, criminal, like they should have put this like before or after drug ballad. Yeah, and kind of the suite with like you got Bizarre on Amityville. You got a bunch of features on Bitch right. Please too. It's that almost been the that bridge between the drug ballad and Amityville because it's tempo wise more like drug ballad, but. And you're under the influence. Right, right. You're under so, the influence. You know, and Amityville is, you know, with Bizarre. So you already got the little D12 suite right there and the right. tempo and everything you need. We fixed yeah. the album. You got to move under the influence, below Drug Ballad, and above Amityville. And you need to swap Stan and Real Slim Shady. There you go. That's how you fix the album. <laughs> so, uh, hey, we're almost done with this album that we fixed. So, you want to wrap this thing up? This might be the longest rap episode. Yeah, might be. Uh, let's let's wrap it up. Track eighteen, criminal, produced by the Bass Brothers and Eminem. Uh, eight minus. 
Flat Nine, probably my favorite song on the album, but it's tied score wise with Kill You. Wow. This, um, I mean, My Name yeah. is, is my favorite Eminem song, but look, in the, in the annals of Slam Zany, this is an elite top shelf record. <laughs> Slim Zany, you made you made something special with this album and with this song. And I'll say we'll okay. we'll get to it more in detail as we go through it, but the bank robbery scene, if oh you will, in the song is one of my favorite standalone moments in any song ever. Imagine me hearing it for the first time in like twenty. The first time I ever heard Criminal, and I heard that part, and then, uh, <laughs> bye. Yeah, I'm not going to kill you. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) And then the way he comes right back in off of that. in, yeah. (laughs) Windows tinted on my ride when I drive in it. Go, go, go. Audio cinema. So when I rob a bank, run out and just dive in it. This beat, too. They're back to the cartoonish melodies. You know, you know, like, oh, man, dude, like this was this has this the was one of my highlights cartoonishness of a kill you of a who knew of a real slim shady. Yep. yep. He ended where he started. He ended where much. he started. And in, I mean, it's crazy. My two favorite songs are the first actual song on the album and the last song on the album. Even though we had to fix the album, you would think that sounds like good song or album construction. <laughs> you yeah, know, he the starts off with a bang and he ends with a bang. And he had a, two nines in a row, basically, kill you and then stand for me. So, you know, so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. it's it's uh, I, I don't have that much to say about it. I, there are lines I want to talk about, but. It may be the apex of the Slim Shady character and the hijinks he gets into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking about like when I first heard it, I was on a bus at a bus stop waiting for people to get in. Like I remember listening the the you know the the gunshot, the bye, and I'm like, how am I just now hearing this? Like, like this is this is this is great. You know, like, it's such a... I know he's being a criminal, folks, but come on, you know by now. It's track 18. It's such a fun record. It's a fun record. I mean, he opens up the song with uh, lots of that Triple H. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots of that Triple H. Just a big, you know, two scoops of raisin bran of that Triple H, okay? Yeah. Stab you in the head, whether you're redacted or les, or a homosex, hermaph, or a transavest. Pants or dress. dress. Hate redacted. The answers, yes. Homophobic. Homophobic. Nah, you just heterophobic. Staring at my jeans, watching my genitals bulging. That's my motherfucking balls. You better let go of them. They belong to my scrotum. scrotum. You'll never get hold of them. And then, dude, when he flips it right (laughs) here, juvenile, of course. Huge pop with the hey, it's me, Versace. It's me, Versace. Look, somebody somebody shot shot me. me. And I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. How many records you expecting to sell after your second LP since you're directly to jail? Jail. Come on, relax, guy. I like gay men. Right, Ken? Give me an amen. 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 
<laughs> you get callbacks to the characters, bro. Peter, this child, help us destroy these demons. These demons. And please send me a brand new car and a prostitute while my wife's sick in the hospital. Johnny Ace. Yeah. Preacher, preacher, okay. fifth grade teacher. Fifth grade teacher. You can't you reach can't me, reach my me, mom can't either. either. You can't teach me a goddamn <laughs> thing because I watch TV and Comcast cable. Comcast cable. <laughs> it's that Eminem I like, throwing it back in people's faces, making good points. You know, y'all made me. America. And I it's am whatever you say I am. And if I wasn't, there then you why go, would you man. say I am? You you got to pop for it. You can't stop me from dropping each March with a brand new CD for these fucking. <laughs> God, look, man. Come on, bro. He's just perfect verse alert on that. You Every verse is a perfect verse cinema. alert. And the yeah. interlude, basically, in the middle of the song. Like, usually in the middle of a song doing a skit seems like really risky business. But he pulled it off. Boy, did he pull it off. He pulled it off, man. Oh, God. Well, the the timing is amazing. Like, just speed. how he jumps back into the verse right off of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Audio oh, cinema man. is back. It's fucking back. It's back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a big fan of the way he sets up the, the top of verse two and, like, describing, you know... Things like fetal alcohol syndrome, like baby came out disfigured ligaments. Indeed, it was a seed, but grow up to be or grow up just as crazy as she. Don't dare make fun of that baby because that, that baby was me. Was me. <laughs> you know, come on. Saying I got older and got a lot taller, my dick shrunk smaller, but my balls got larger. Drank more liquor to fuck you up quicker than you want to fuck me up for saying the word. Nigga, obviously, is it? But he, he's great. He admitted, "Come on, you it's like it. it's like the MF Doom." You know, something this party could use is more boot. Right, or mo- the omission. Yeah, it's the. It's it's the. And in his case, he had to omit it unless he really wanted some smoke. But you know, he's on a major label. It's clever. It's clever. It's clever. Right, he wouldn't go that far, folks. This is what I got to say. Back in the day, you don't want to be racist, but you could be homophobic. That was allowed. Um, couldn't say nigger. But you could say the redacted word and be on a major label, you know. But more good points. My morals went when the president got oral, you know. Uh, you know, new, like, yeah, new was, item at Taco Bell: spicy, cheesy double beef burrito. Oh, there they go with this cheesy. All they do is throw cheesy in there. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. They, du- they they either they throw cheesy in something or they double something. You know, it's like it already has cheese. Everything's in it. cheesy. Every item it's has all cheese. cheesy. All these quesadillas yeah. have cheese. All these burritos, have, they're all cheesy. You know, we don't want more cheese. That's not a new item. I, we know. I've been telling folks about Taco Bell forever. Uh, it's just every item is just a remix version of something that already exists <laughs> on the menu. They don't really introduce new things that often. Cantino Crispin yeah. Taco. Yeah. What's that? Cantino. Cantino. If they had to say that every time you order it, I would order it every time. Oh, come on. Cantina? 
All right, that's good stuff. They were blacking out, those boys, okay? They were. They were. Shout out to whoever was doing that. It's it was the Star most Isley Contino me. band. Oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, in universe. Most Isley. What there. is that? Most Def and the Isley Brothers? <laughs> yeah, most Isley. Yeah. They all fucked up. Ah. Most Def and the Isley Brothers. They should have put out most Isley. Oh, man. That would have been a classic. They, they seem like they would mesh, too. They can make some good songs together. I think most Def did a cover of one of their songs for some... One of those Covo compilations. I see. Oh man. Well. Problem is yeah. he tried to he tried to give Ron Isley one of those fake rings, and Ron Isley's like, Man, I invented the fake ring scam. <laughs> He's the OG. Yeah, he probably did invent yeah. it. Yep. Running around in them six does and seven does, handing out fake rings to them uh them free love hoes, you know? <laughs> We don't love them hoes. Yeah. Handing out fake rings between the sheets. Yeah. Bow, bow, right. bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, folks. He's a criminal, okay? Who, most deaf? He's a criminal. Uh, I mean, he could be. I don't know. I mean, he did get in trouble <laughs> no, for, imminent. like, Apparently, like, not having a real passport in South Africa, but, like, claiming he was, like, I'm a, I am have a world, something like, I'm a, I'm a freaking, like, international diplomat or some shit like that. I don't know what he was calling himself. He was saying, I'm a world, yeah. I'm a world citizen, I think he said. <laughs> we, and that, yeah, it sounds cheeky, but, hey, I mean, he's got a point. We all should... We, we world citizens. They said, Mel, you you, you you with that one world conspiracy. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just saying. We, we this are man was saying I'm a, I'm a world citizen. He had a freaking passport made out of Crayolas, okay? We know about him. Fake rings, <laughs> fake passports. Eminem ain't no criminal. All right. Oh, we know the real criminal. It was the, it was the Umi Says guy who was not saying any of this horrible <laughs> stuff back in 2000. Well, you know why he wasn't saying it? Because these motherfucking chickens ain't brave enough to say the stuff I say, so just tape it shut, okay? Right before that, some of my favorite ones. If I ever gave a fuck, I'd shave my nuts, tuck my dick in between my legs, and cluck. <laughs> Come on. If you don't like that, I don't know This guy's what to tell you. extremely good at rapping and also being yeah. a silly guy. That's the Eminem that's is the a silly Billy. Review. Confirmed. He really he is. He's a silly goose, that Eminem. Eminem is know? a total silly goose if we've ever seen one. <laughs> but he's also one of the most lyrically sharp writers and performers. Technically, technically yeah. I mean, come on, guys. This guy's like, if you mixed the technical prowess of a Kurt Angle or Chris Benoit, with the comedy of like, ah, oh man, who, I mean, who, who, who even could compare? He's kind of got a little new day. A little new day, little edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but then the offensive, what is that? A little CM Punk even. He's got, he's got, oh, you know, he's got that streak. There's some Stone Cold in him. You know, he's, of course, some Stone Cold some in Snow him. Some Stone for sure. A little bit of that RVD. 
Yeah. It's, folks, this was the era of Stoko, South Park, Marshall Mathers. Coming inside of magazines, farting into mics. And the thing is, I think we, even in that era, oddly enough, if you can believe it, folks, of the modern day, I think we loved and respected each other more then. Yeah. Than now. I agree. Okay. I, it's just, we all had an understanding. Okay. That this is entertainment and we were there for one another and we were all enjoying it together. Not anymore. Not it was utopia, but it was. <laughs> no, now we're, now we're for sure. I'm not saying that was a utopia, but now we're for now, sure in a dystopia. Now so. we're in, uh, I think, day 11 of the light year wars. The Lightyear Wars. Yeah, the, they're mad about that the movie. The parents are mad because two boys kiss in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, or something. I saw because the lesbian couple or, or something whatever. like that. Yeah, it's something. Like, folks, come on! You know they're doing this at this point. You know, like, and first of all, you know they're doing this, and two, gay people are in the world. Yes. You're gonna have to deal with and, it. And if for some reason, if you, you if you like, just cannot wrap your head around that, you can't deal with it. You could also just shut the fuck up and stop giving the movie all that press. You know, it's been trending for days. I don't give a fuck about the movie either way. I'm not seeing it because I don't want to see it. It has nothing to do with any of the overtones or undertones that may exist within the film. But you guys need to shut the fuck up if you don't like this stuff. Okay? You ain't no film crito. Okay? You ain't. You're a weirdo. You just own several mm-hmm. pairs of Oakleys. That's all you got right now. <laughs> you got nah. The that's not fair. That's not dog fair. Dog emoji. You got beard trimmers as well. Oh man! All right. So, from me to you, go fuck yourselves, and either watch movies you actually like, and shut the fuck up about the ones that you have no intention on even seeing. So you're not even trying to critique the film from any sort of place of good faith. You just want to push your agenda about other people pushing an agenda. That doesn't make sense. You're pushing, Talk to him. you're pushing in a fucking agenda too, you know? And the problem with pushing an agenda is, is people don't understand. Stop telling people what to do with their lives. <sighs> All of you. Okay, let's ten out of ten concept might be maybe might go be back to a concept. time where we can all just make fun of each other and laugh about it in the end instead of fear for our lives. Thank you. You want to rank this thing? <laughs> well, with all that said, yeah, let's uh, let's rank this thing. So, um, I think we both like fifteen out of eighteen. Well, Moles and Mel connect. Even though we only connected, we, we connect same amount of songs. Or maybe one or two percent takeaway. Yeah, we 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 only connected on what what we connected on the real but, Slim Shady. Um, yeah, um, was this one hundred thirty four points for you out of one eighty? Yeah, one hundred thirty four out of one eighty, seventy four percent average rating. We both have an eighty three percent takeaway. That gives me. Yeah personal weighted rating of 78.5 percent i have 131 out of 180 giving me a 72 percent average 
72 plus 83 divided by 2. My weighted rating is 77.5. So the Eminem rap rankings weighted rating for the Marshall Mathers LP is 77.75%, making it into the silver record club. Wow. Congratulations to Eminem. This is his first entry into the uh, record club. Losing my voice. Jesus Christ. It's been five hours. All right. Um, (laughs) This is above. It's the same score as MERS 316, Charity Starts at Home, and Equemini, but more tracks, higher margin of error. It is below Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg. It is above Equemini by Outkast. Just outside of the top 20. It's the new number 21 album on the board. That means Young Jeezy's The Recession has officially exited the top 50. Oh, man, we need that more than ever. Yep, well... Sad to see it go. I think it's it's fitting that The Recession now leaves the top 50 um, as we face another one or possibly currently in one. And leaving the top 100, we just talked about this, man. Oh, it's true. It's true magic. Most Def's true magic falls out of the top 100. The review of that is out now. Remastered. Yeah. Yep. On the feed. Season zero. But next week, we go on a great adventure, Mel. Oh, yeah. With the guy with one eye. Yep. Slick Rick. Next week, it's the great adventures of Slick Rick. And if you know what year that album came out in, perhaps you could triangulate who the guest may be. That's right. So. Whew. This was. We did it. This was the Marshall Mathers LP review by Rap Rankings, Moodles and Mel. Catch us next week, wherever you find podcasts. That's right. And if you enjoyed this, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rap Rankings. Thank you. Good night. And if you didn't enjoy it in the spirit of Marshall Mathers, fuck you. Oh, I thought we were going to get one last fart into the mic. All right. Well, good night, folks. Oh, no. <laughs>